everybody. Welcome back to Five Songs or Less. This is Danny, and this time around, I punished Dante with Phil- Philadelphia? Yes. Thanks for confirming the band that I like a lot, where they're from. Um, <laughs> Philadelphia's own, Me Without You. Don't be concerned, everybody. I know the record shelf isn't behind me anymore, but I have my Me Without You records right here. Ooh, I was worried. So we can, I can hold them up for no one to see except Dante. Dante, how's the voyeurism going? Ooh, better than ever, Danny. <laughs> He's. Are you taking a video or just pictures? Video. Are you kidding me? You need nice. to see this in motion. Okay, okay. Oh, we just got like a... Okay, all right. Oh, a full 360 spin this time. Wow. Oh, God damn it! I actually zoomed out. Fuck, zoom back in. Enhance. So Dante's got the view of a teenage boy. Okay, look, maybe don't start with that. <laughs> and also, don't backyard. leave it at that. Not my backyard. <laughs> Fully clothed. Wearing a black Batman t-shirt. Correct. Looks like some sort of red pant. Red pants. Okay. Of some sort. Doing some, I don't know, motivational karate (laughs) kicks (laughs) in his backyard. I imagine a a young version of uh, Tom Cruise's character from Magnolia, maybe. Never saw it. Oh, really? Oh, I I think we've talked about that before. How you've never seen that movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time. I remember enjoying it, though. John C. Riley can't go wrong. That's true. You know, Tom Cruise can't go wrong. I mean, kind of true in movies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Such a workout. He's not a bad actor. No. He's... Julianne Moore? Yeah. Good. She's my old... Okay. Let's talk about this. Okay. Do you have an, an older woman crush? Julianne Moore is mine. Well, Barbara Bush is dead. <laughs> An older woman crush. That's a good question. Like, just you just mean older than me? Or like, old, like, I mean... Ju- I'd say within, in the next generation ab- above you. So in Star Trek. In, <laughs> yes. Uh, well, then actually, yes. Uh, who's, the, who's the very pretty lady from Star Trek The Next Generation? Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about Star Trek. It is... No. No. Sigourney Weaver. No. Yes, Sigourney (laughs) Weaver. What? Am I thinking of the wrong Star Trek? Well, I don't want to see their pictures now. That doesn't help. (laughs) Um, But okay, sorry. Back to your original question. Um, I mean, I'm sure. I, I mean, so next... So when I was... I don't know, like seventh, eighth grade. Uh-huh. But see, that doesn't really count because then you're like, I mean, I could say when I'm in seventh, eighth grade, I can say someone who was 28 was in a different yeah, generation. So either someone from Gen X or someone or, or a boomer. I feel like this is kind of hack, but Helen Mirren. Okay. Okay. But she, she seemed like she would absolutely have no use for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, neither Julianne Moore for me. No, oh, no, 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 no. She she would totally be into that. 
I don't know. I was not prepared for this line of questioning. I know. We did have things that we had talked about talking about today, and this was not one of them. We did? <laughs> what? We did. Besides the besides the band, what? Uh, we were going to talk about um, the three episodes we would pick. Oh, yes, 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 if yes. If we yes, were yes, going yes. to three episodes or less our podcast to someone. Okay, let's let's not get there yet. Okay. Because uh, I, I, I think we need to set the stage a little bit for how that came up and okay. uh, how terrified I am. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Can't mm-hmm. wait. I can. <laughs> anyway, Julianne Moore. Um, that's, no, that that's an app. That's, yeah, makes total sense. Yeah. And uh, it's it's going to come to me. Like, I'm going to think. There's probably like one role from like one movie of, of an actress who I'm like, oh yeah, that was definitely mm-hmm. a big deal. Yeah. Um, what, uh, when did you know Julianne Moore was for you? It wasn't until I was older. Um, I had to be more, more mature <laughs> to understand my love of oh, Julianne Moore. He says mature. He must be, he must <laughs> be very civilized. Yes. Yes. I mean, it might've been something like, Magnolia or you wanted to be Marky Mark and Boogie Nights. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm. Stop thinking about the prosthetic dick. <laughs> I can't help it. Danny, how have you been since, uh, it's been at least a week. I want to say it's been about a week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. We have a new sink. I installed a sink with the help of my father. Wow. Yeah. Uh, kitchen? It's a nice big sink. Kitchen sink. Cool. Tore out the old one. Put in a new one. And it was super exciting. Is it very cool knowing how to do that now? Kind of. I could do it again without my dad's help. Yeah. Yeah, dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's tight, man. Yeah, it was cool. Was the the original sink a double sink? The original sink was a double sink, so, you know, one on each side. Would fill up really fast. It wasn't very deep. It was only like, you know, yay deep or so. Okay. Would fill up really fast with dishes. New sink is one big, big guy. It's just a trough. Real, Just a trough, real deep. Takes longer to fill up. And it's pretty and it's sexy. Just do your dishes. No, I don't want to. Teach Lassa. Maybe Lassa right now is like asking how to do dishes. <laughs> she's standing over the sink right now. She's probably in the sink like it's so deep. She's like, her eyes she are could. like barely over the edge. Like, yeah, we could give her a bath. Can't in get there. out. No, don't do the, the sink baths. Because for what? No, they're too old now. Yeah, okay. That's good. I was going to say for some reason, even if you're like, 14 months or whatever for some Mm -hmm. reason you will remember the sink bath and you'll be like that was weird that was weird weird when i got that also i banged my head on the faucet (laughs) (laughs) no no sink baths when they were that young we didn't have a big enough sink so uh live update so he's just kind of like pacing back and forth from like where the house is to the uh-huh. like back of his backyard and he keeps doing like i don't know like almost like mortal combat poses like he's you know sub-zeroing someone away from him 
At first, I thought he was, like, really mad and just, like, punching the air, like, oh, fucking believe it, like, just, like, really <laughs> angsting it up. Uh-huh. Come on, dude, strike a pose, man. I'm, I, if I'm going to be a fucking creep, I want to get something out of it. This, this, what is this guy, kid's name? Like, Dalton or something. Dalton. <laughs> then he disappears. Dalton Banks. Is that a person? That's no, a pretty know. cool name. It is now. That's a. He lives. That's a good name. Lives nearby. What is? Dalton Banks. He lives nearby. What are you talking about? Your neighbor. God damn it! Are you like writing a song? What do you mean, <laughs> Dalton Banks? He lives nearby. If you ever meet him, he's a nice guy. Do 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 do. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Finally. What we've all been waiting for. Dalton Banks, he lives nearby. Oh, yeah. His name is Dalton, lives nearby. <laughs> yeah, you got to get another line in, in your head. <laughs> His name is Dalton, plays in his backyard, he hates air, punches it real hard, his shirt is Batman, and he likes bail, if I get caught, I'll be in jail. <laughs> Alright, guitar is going away. Alright, I'll get mine out. Okay, good, good. <laughs> oh, hey, here's a question for you. Yeah. Uh, I don't you probably probably never play with a capo, I would imagine. Pretty rarely, yeah. Uh as is it bad to leave your capo on when you just like put your guitar down? Mm, I'm going to say no. I'm I mean, I'm sure it's not good, like it doesn't enhance anything. Yeah. But uh, I was at Shugay's girl's house and I uh, I tuned her guitar, uh, oh. and and then uh, I put the capo on real quick, and uh, then I put the guitar down and she just kind of pointed like, um, excuse me, I was like what? She's like, can you take the capo off? Like that's not good for the strings. And I was like, well, all right. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't really use a capo ever, so. Never noticed. Yeah, but sing it to me. Sing sing to me your capo usage. Okay. I used a capo one time Cause I was trying to play a Radiohead song <laughs> Are there more chords oh, that was in that it. song? Who knows? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it does to in the. I don't know um, what it does after that. In the course, yeah. There's probably an E again. Probably. I think Tom Petty loves some E. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what killed him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fuck! This guy's still going. He's still going. Man, is he on the Danny? phone? No, well, unless he's like rocking a Bluetooth. Oh, okay, okay. 
But no, because he's got both hands for these gestures. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, go inside and jerk off. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Maybe he's just pacing around between sessions. Oh, yeah. You should open your window and, you know, like, who's, your, who's your favorite Batman? Who played him best? Who's your favorite Batman and why is it Kilmer? Ooh. I don't even know if I saw that one. Is that two? No. No, it was Keaton, Keaton, Kilmer, Clooney? Yeah. Okay. The third one is all right. I had a good soundtrack. That was Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Yeah, I had that. That was I. one of my mm-hmm. first two mm-hmm. CDs was Batman Forever. Batman Forever soundtrack. Got Sunny Day Real Estate. Fucking A. Yeah, I only, I only listened to two songs on it. Um, Seal. Kiss from a Rose. Obvious, obviously. Okay. And... Uh, the Offspring, <laughs> Covering the Damned. <laughs> no. Man, I wish I still had that. I mean, I guess it's on Spotify I'm, or I can find it you can on find YouTube. songs, yeah. But uh, no, like, I mean, I was eight or something, mm-hmm. you know? So I wasn't like big into Sunny Day Real Estate yet. Yeah. Um, but uh, U2's Kiss Me, Kill Me, oh. what a, Kiss Me, Kill Me. What was that? Kiss me, kill me. Ask Batman guy. Something. Hey! (laughs) What's the U2 song? (laughs) From Batman Forever. No, from Batman! (laughs) (laughs) Kiss me, kill me, hold me, thrill me? That sounds close. Ooh, if I pulled that, I'm going to feel real good. Kiss me, kill me. Oh, close. I uh, I just got the order wrong. Hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I remember listening to that on the bus with uh, an old friend, Todd. How old was he? Like 70? <laughs> yeah. He, we, we were on our junior high trip to... <laughs> junior high trip to Disneyland, and I invited 70-year-old Todd to go with me. The best part about that is like he would he would never be called Todd. He was always Hey, where the fuck is 70-year-old Todd? <laughs> we were supposed to keep an eye on him. Yeah, you guys yeah. know he's a wanderer. Uh 70-year-old Todd. 70-year-old Todd. Oh man, that's good. But remember so you're on we're on the bus. On the bus on I can't remember if it was 7th grade or 8th grade. And uh, I had this this pair of headphones that was broken, or maybe it came apart. I can't remember. But I did this often with people. I had a CD player, a little little Walkman CD player, and we we would share. And so like, I would get one earbud, and the other person would get one earbud. Uh, I specifically remember annoying the shit out of everyone on the school bus. Uh, this is a different time and a different person. An old guy named Richard, <laughs> singing. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and out come the wolves, the rancid album, just like at the top of our lungs. How, how old were you? Uh, the seventh grade. So however old I was in seventh grade, 13, 12, 13. Yeah. But anyway, I remember listening to that Batman forever soundtrack, uh, on the way to Disneyland with Todd and, uh, the sunny day real estate song was on and he was like, Oh, this is, this is kind of boring. And then it like, the song picks up like halfway through and gets loud. And he's like, Oh, this is the stuff. This is the stuff. 
<laughs> old man Todd old coming man around. Todd. Okay. Let's, I want to check on the booming music and go pee real quick and let's get back and we'll, we'll get into uh recommending podcast. Yeah. We'll get into the thing we have to get into before we get into almost introducing the music. Good news. Yeah. There's a band playing nearby. <laughs> this is great. Get them on the pod. Yeah. Can you hear them loud and clear? Sometimes. Is it? N- it seems like they're just fucking around. That's what people said about our shows, too. <laughs> but they're definitely playing in a backyard and possibly like in just the next backyard. Wow. What kind of music so, is it? All I've heard so far is drums, and now I'm hearing an organ sound, like a... Hmm. Yeah. So I'm not sure. A drum and organ band. It's like uh, uh, Mates of State. That's what they are. Mm, Don't know too much about them. They're a drum and organ band. Really? Mm -hmm. They're husband and wife also. I knew that. Mm Mm-hmm. So hopefully there's not too much uh, well, band I c- noise in the I, background. I can't hear it. So Okay, good. Okay, so we're going to talk about this band fucking eventually. Okay. This is maybe the most like... I'm right in between like getting like all-out obsessive about making sure this episode is perfect <laughs> and totally checking out because I am afraid, and so I just want to like bail and rid myself of the responsibility. Okay, like that okay. thing in school where you're like, "Nope, too hard." I'm. I'll just take the F. <laughs> it's fine. I'll just take the F. I'm not coming to class anymore. Yeah, yeah. This band, mm-hmm. very very important to you. One yes, of your favorites. I like, I like them quite a bit. One of my faves. But the, we have a little bit of worlds colliding here. Um, because this is also a like top echelon favorite band of Shugay's girlfriend. Mm, not living up to her name. Because Me Without You is not Shugay's. Yes. Okay. N- not, I thought you were saying maybe that if you listen to Me Without You, you can't be a girlfriend. <laughs> no. Okay. Come on. God, w- wait, what do you know? What do you know that I don't? <laughs> Um, but like, that's, that's like very cool. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's exciting. It's like Danny and Shugay's girlfriend, like the two people Again, I, I talk to. We are exactly alike. You are dating the female version of me. The, you're the two people I, I talk to the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two people whom when I'm conversing with one, I'm secretly texting the other. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. like this like perfect, beautiful sexy, like everything I could want in a person being, mm-hmm. and also my girlfriend. <laughs> uh-huh. Come on, we everyone had to see that being teed up a yeah, mile away. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's very cool. And like I'm in the middle being like the total naive, you know, never really got into this band. Sure. And sure. I'm like, oh no, I now I can disappoint two of the most important people in my life right now. Um, she'll probably she'll probably give you a, a playlist of five completely different songs. Well, he, here's the thing: she is going to. Sweet. She is going to give me a five song supplemental playlist. Oh shit! Um, once this is like, I'm eligible to listen to it right after we stop recording this. Um, oh, she cool. ha- she You're hasn't given it to me too. I I will. Um, yes. Follow up episode, follow up episode featuring Shoegaze Girlfriend. She's, stop, 
saying things like that in that cadence. Also, she's not coming on the pod, and uh, we'll get to this later, but I still don't want her to listen to any of our episodes. <laughs> um, but she does, she finds... So, okay. So, she said that, like, when we, like, first met, and, like, she first found out that I uh, was on a podcast, mm-hmm. she said that she, like, Googled it and found it immediately. Good. Which I was, I did not know that. She did not tell me that until a few nights ago. Mm-hmm. And but she said that she did not listen, not because she didn't want to, though I'm sure she didn't, mm-hmm. um, but because she knew that I was like, no, it you don't have to, should not, <laughs> like please for the love of God, uh-huh. uh, spare us both that conversation. But like when I told her that you gave me a me without you playlist, her like interest like really peaked, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she she was like, okay, what what songs? She'd be like, okay, oh, that's interesting. Ooh, not the choice I would have given from that album, but like, I <laughs> yeah, understand yeah, yeah. the choice. I'm not saying it's the wrong choice, but not the choice I would make, like all of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And like I, I told you that, so I can't remember what song now, but um, there a, a song off uh, the Torches Together uh, album that she would oh. have picked instead of Torches, and that you said you almost had as well. I did, that was on the original version of the playlist, the you know eight to ten version, whatever had January nineteen seventy nine. Yes, on that's it. right. And and I do. Part of me does kind of regret not picking that song because the song is really good, and I could have done an intro about my my sister's birthday because she was born in January nineteen seventy nine. Whoa! Yada yada yada. Was she a cool kid, and did she ever have the time? She was a cool kid. Okay. In, in my eyes, anyway. I don't huh. know about anybody else. Okay, sure. I always thought my sister was cool. Um, and she did have the time. She gave me wow. the time. Yeah. Whenever I needed some some help from my sister. Yeah. Oh, it's, man. We could get into a whole thing right now, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I, I'm really... Because I, I also have a sister, and I'm... It's nice to hear that you have a much younger sister who you are close to. I have a much younger sister who I'm close to. Oh my god. I'm saying you were born well before 1979. <laughs> she's she's older than me. Yeah, I know. That's why it's a joke. <laughs> so uh, I'm very I mean, I don't know what my excuse is any other time, but I'm very distracted by the the band playing in the background. Are you really? <laughs> a bit, yes. Do you, do you want to go talk to them and take care of it? No. Part of me really wants to go see, like, who it is. What band is this? I want to know yeah. about this. I'm going to be the annoying neighbor that's like, no, fucking turn it up. Just like... I had to do that the other day, like peer over the fence, and I had to go talk to my neighbor. It was very uncomfortable. Speaking of uncomfortable, here comes Han. <laughs> What's up? Okay, this is the last one you're going to show me for right now, okay? Okay. okay. Do the void. Whoa. Here I go. Wow, you're in space. No. This is actually called The Void. The Void. Cool. Okay, go listen to the band that's playing and tell me if they're any good. Close the door too, please. (laughs) No, stop telling him to report back to you. (laughs) Jeez, have him slip a note under the door. (laughs) 
He doesn't know how to write. Um, what were we talking about before that? We were talking about the Smashing Pumpkins in 1979. Oh, right. And my sister. Yes. So she always really liked that song because January and I would talk about 1979 and then it's my sister. Is she, is she a Me Without You fan as well? She, I don't know if she is a Me Without You fan. I meant to say she was a fan of the Smashing Pumpkin song 1979. And oh, I'd okay. Just drop the word January in there because I'm stupid. Okay, gotcha. Yes. I, I didn't realize until earlier today, though, but that's their top song on Spotify, at least. Oh. Um, probably is, on, it's probably up there on Apple Music. Let me check. Checking, checking the charts. Uh, number three. Whoa. On Apple Music. Whoa. Ooh, whoa. Uh, so here's another thing I learned okay. in talking to Shugay's girlfriend about Me Without You. Mm-hmm. The, this was not her words specifically, but this is just okay. kind of what I gathered from context clues. Okay. Uh, she would leave me for Aaron Weiss in a second. I don't know if that's a really good choice. And and why is that? He just seems he seems like a very lovely person, but he's 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 just a little weird. Yeah. Yeah, not just like not like a totally cool normal hunk like she's with now, but exactly. Uh, I guess uh, tall, dark, and handsome over here. I hate the both of you. Um, <laughs> somehow, you saying that makes me more insecure than knowing that <laughs> she would like absolutely, uh, yeah, go for Aaron Weiss. Um, not that I should be like what the like talented thoughtful like artist what <laughs> who wears like like suspenders over plaid button ups and like tiny little sailor beanies yeah yeah uh, if i'm not like watching like four weeks from now i'm gonna be dressed like that and i'm gonna be like I, Dan- <laughs> I, danny i don't know what happened she gets me like one first it was Limp Biscuit, Fred Durst, backwards baseball cap. Yeah. <laughs> now it's Aaron Weiss. You gotta pick your archetype for your boyfriend. <laughs> uh well, did I tell you who if she ever listens to this, she's gonna fucking like murder me. Uh <laughs> like who like two of her celebrity crushes are? Uh-uh. Riz Ahmed. Okay. Not bad. No. Great. Yeah, totally. Uh too good. That's the issue. <laughs> I have. I, I, Sound of Metal seems like a very tough watch, uh, so I have not watched it yet. It's but, good. Uh, but yeah, it's oh, a you, tough you, watch. you saw it. Oh, I didn't. I don't know. That. Yeah, I did. I did. You, you told Can me we not that. talk about this? I don't know. I kind of zone out. Huh. Okay. <laughs> but uh, and Riz I, Ahmed and and Dev Patel. Oh. Okay. And, and so I like when I found this out, I I told her I was like so. Basically, you're like into like very good looking uh, Indian dudes, uh, but you live in Wyoming, so you kind of made do with what you could find. (laughs) You made do. Hang on one second. Okay. Googling both of their names to make sure. I think. Okay. Okay. We're good there. We're good there. And. Okay. Hey everybody, Dante here from Five Songs or Less. I would just like to amend and apologize uh, for a statement Uh-oh. I made seconds ago. Uh, Riz Ahmed, of course, is of Pakistani descent. Uh, 
I was. I was at a fork in the road and almost said uh, she's into Middle Eastern guys, mm. but I that seems too too broad a stroke. Uh huh. Yeah. It's a good thing she's also into Italian guys. I'm I'm barely even that. Riz Ahmed is 38. Huh. Hmm. So I guess you just naturally you get ripped in your late 30s. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is that what happened to you? Yeah, that's what happened to me, and uh, then by thirty nine, it just all goes away. The latest thirty, it's the latest to thirty. Keep up. <laughs> what are we fucking talking about, Aaron Weiss? Uh, Aaron Weiss. Okay, so she would leave you for Aaron Weiss. Odd choice, but okay. Well, we, we can get into that because I I listened to the Open Mic podcast. Oh, cool. Today, nice is going to be the day that I listened <laughs> to that pod with you. Okay. Oh, we're going to listen to it together? By now, you should have heard how we record when we need beat to. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Good. Thank God I don't know how to play that on guitar. I like never bothered to learn. <laughs> I was about to say. Huh, the <laughs> Fuck, man. This is two days in a row. This is two fucking days in a row. Yesterday, a coworker called me by his son's name. <laughs> Another dude who's like, like maybe a year younger than you, called me oh his like four year old son's name. Put down get the, the guitar, Han. Put it down. <laughs> this is such bullshit. But anyway, yes, I listened to that podcast, and um, okay, okay, it's the only besides some. Like mid, like like between song banter from live videos I watched. It mm-hmm. was the only time I heard him just like speak, you know, okay. about whatever. Um, you picked the right the right podcast because I sent you two. I sent well, you the, the you picked, bad Christian. You picked it. Oh well, yeah. I what did I say? I said like I like this one better. Yeah, or something. And so I said, all right, I'll listen to that one. Okay, okay. The other one was a little too too rambly and a little too too much uh, God talk. For me yeah and and i there was there was just a little bit mm-hmm. in the open mic podcast yeah. um and to be honest i didn't even read the like the description of the podcast i don't know what that podcast normally is mm-hmm. they seem to be huge me without you fans yeah well um, one of them at least oh yeah that, that was a very weird moment yeah, yeah, yeah. With the other guys, the saying, one guy was like, "Yeah, I don't like your band, but <laughs> yeah, but I did like what you did on It's All Crazy." <laughs> well, and then, but what was that? <laughs> so the first guy, the guy that isn't me without you fan, he was like, mm. he started out very normal, and then he was like, "All right, well, let, let's get into the questions before I fanboy out." Anyway, uh, you're just so awesome. You're and so you're, cool. It's like Jesus Christ, dude, get it together, like. Th- that's what would happen if like Chris Hanna came on the podcast or something. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I would, uh, yeah. I would, I would be completely silent the whole time because, Oh, that's better. I wouldn't know what to say. That's better. It probably is. It's better than going like, Oh, and then when you did this song, just like the way, like your voice ended at the, Oh my God. And, uh, Oh, it's I, so good. Do you guys can remember you, when you, can fl- you sign my record <laughs> through zoom? Um, just kidding, I, I don't like autographs. I think the way to go, you, you just you have to go like total, like respectful, but like almost like 
repressed. You have to repress all that emotion. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You when do. you're like you do talking to your heroes, which I don't know. I've never done it. I you do a pretty good job every time we talk here on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, I've been having a lot of practice. All right, do, do we want to talk? Okay, all right. So let's let's talk about the podcast through the lens of should shoegaze girl leave me for Aaron Weiss, who is married with at least one child. Yes, two now. Yes, two. I, I I know she's not super big on children, mm-hmm. so that could be a deal. That could be a point in my favor. Yeah. yeah. So okay, what? Where do you want to start with uh, with the pod? Um, I can't remember how much they got into like the the kind of weird stuff or whatever that he is known for, but the band itself is known for as well. Did they? Do you remember them talking about that? Like the them eating out of out of the garbage. Yes, and they talked about that. They talked about like fueling their vehicle with like vegetable oil. Vegetable oil. Uh, yeah. Turtlenecks and jackets were mentioned. That was yeah, at the very beginning. They they had like a refused nation of Ulysses kind of like we're gonna dress really nice and wear suits all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those two references, yes. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I know who Refused is. I've never heard of yeah, the other yeah. band, but I don't really know their their aesthetic style, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, Re- Refused was trying to be Nation of Ulysses oh, okay. at the end there. So, yeah, they did that. I thought it was really funny that he was like talking about like, I wanted to dress really nice because I wanted I wanted to meet girls and, and I wanted to kiss them. Yeah, and maybe um, kiss them. <laughs> and maybe kiss them. It was, it was so, he's but, so fucking adorable. But here's the thing. So like, and I'm terrified right now because I don't want to say anything. I don't want to say anything like that can be construed as mean for a couple of uh-huh. reasons. One, uh-huh. I don't want to be mean. Like you said, he seems like a good, thoughtful man. Yeah, yeah. He, as they said in the podcast, he seems very humble. He seems like he mm-hmm. has a pretty unique and healthy perspective on kind of like what he does and here comes a child mommy's here okay go go give her a hug hi Dante. hi lasa it's all worth it now that's awesome <laughs> han han will see me look at the screen make eye contact with me and like right back down to his ipad lost exactly like me <laughs> He learns it from you. Yes. Lhasa, barely in the room. Is that Dante? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Mom! Dante! Dad's talking to Dante! <laughs> um, uh. But yeah, no, he, he seems like a great guy, and, and I, I will get to this, but there's many things about him that I admire. Some, I think, that people can aspire to, and some... Uh, I personally cannot aspire uh-huh, uh-huh. to, but so anyway, but I, I just in, in kind of talking about his personality and how he answered some of the questions, that line about meeting girls and like, and wanting or trying to kiss them. <laughs> if we said it that way, uh-huh. it would be a joke. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> By the way, remember like three weeks ago when we recorded and I had a cough from Hawaii? Uh-huh. <coughs> <coughs> this, this is a new cough, huh? Nope. 
Same cop. God damn. <laughs> yeah, man. But like the way he says it is like he. I don't think there's any like wink to. Oh, you know, I'm I'm being cute. I don't and gentle. think so either. I he. In a lot of ways, he seems very naive about the modern world or being a like in the on the other podcast uh, that I listened to the the Bad Christian podcast. He was late because they they made the phone call to him and his man the band's manager answered and he was like oh shit I'm so sorry uh, we don't know where Aaron is right now he's he's off somewhere we'll find him and like 20 minutes later they get Aaron on the phone and they're talking about how like you know you don't have a cell phone like what's going on with that and it's like oh yeah I've never had a cell phone I never had the need for one and anything like that um, and just the way he talks about it, there's a, a like part of it feels like, like a naive thing. And part of it is like, fuck, I wish I could be that way and just kind of like let go of all this stuff because he lives very simply. Like he doesn't have a phone. He just kind of like lives wherever he's never, <clears throat> he talks about how he's uh, never, like had to pay, well, not never had to pay rent, but like never like rented a house or like owned a house or anything like that. He just basically his like 30, what odd, however odd years or 40, whatever years, he's just kind of like floated around and, you know, he has a house now, but it's his wife's house and he's there and he does still doesn't have a, a cell phone, but his wife has a cell phone. So he'll, she'll let him use it sometimes and, and things right. like that when I first like learned learned this stuff about him, I was watching these interviews uh, and stuff. And I was like, I kind of wanted to be like that. And I, I loved his views on religion and stuff, uh, which we could talk more about later if you want. Oh, that's okay. Um, <laughs> um, I'm terrified of that as well. I'm terrified of saying anything that's going to make me single. And I'm terrified of delving into religious talk. Uh, in okay. any sort of public forum, even though, as, as I told Shoegaze Girlfriend, judging by our listenership, this is basically a private podcast. <laughs> basically. Basically. <laughs> this is for us. Yes. I kind of like really felt like I wanted to be like that, but never actually like went out of my way to try and do anything like give up my cell phone or go v- like I didn't for years like I didn't like stop eating meat or anything like that like that wasn't I probably for another 10 years before I like went vegetarian and vegan and stuff like that yeah but what you you did that when you were like 30 yeah about 30 that's pretty good man and like I mean that's it's hard for a 30 year old it's really hard I'm I would imagine for a 19 20 year old or whatever you were when you started like really getting into the gospel of Aaron Weiss yeah, um, it, it's kind of like this thing where I was just like, oh, that's really cool. That's really, I'd, I'd love to do that. But that's, that's a lot of commitment. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, totally. I mean, yeah, I started thinking about I should become a vegetarian probably around like 2017 mm-hmm. or so. And it took me, you know, the better part of three years to like do it. Yeah, finally make that commitment. Yeah. 
That that's a, I I I know what you mean though because yes. I listened to this podcast and I had many of the same thoughts. Yeah. Um, but for, first, I want to touch on what you said about him being, um, and I don't want to like nail you to this word because like maybe you you know didn't mean it exactly in the way I interpret it, but like I don't know if I consider him naive because mm-hmm. I I don't think it's that he's in any way unaware. I think like you said, it's yeah. like these very deliberate and disciplined choices he's making Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and and i guess you know we don't know how easy or hard those choices were like maybe i mean i don't know the way you describe the cell phone thing it almost sounds like it never even crossed his mind to get a cell Mm -hmm, phone mm -hmm. and the fact that he never had one makes it easier to continue to not have one once you have one that's probably a lot harder to give up yeah yeah um but it's like this yeah it's this willful this kind of follows the the naive um, thread, where it's like this willful, willful childlike outlook and attachment to ideals, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. of course is, is tied into the you know whole religious aspect of yeah. things. But like you can tell, like during that podcast, he is he works so hard to not only give the benefit of the doubt but to vocalize that he's doing that to kind of put everyone mm. at ease and not make anyone feel like they said the wrong thing or that yeah, yeah, he yeah, like yeah. disagrees. He says that thing at the end where he goes, I can't remember what the other guy in the podcast is talking about, but he says, you know, someone put the word God in quotation marks. And, and the mm-hmm. guy goes, oh, I'm not sure why he did that. And immediately Aaron goes, I can relate to why he'd put God in quotation marks like and like start mm-hmm. to like defend this like immediately just so like no one yeah. out there is offended. And he he talks about like how sometimes he'll have ne- negative self-talk and his wife, you know, calls him out on it or just makes him aware of yeah, it or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, and that's actually really, when, when he talked about that, it, it made me think of an, another song that was going to come make it on the playlist uh, because it has a line in it that I relate to so much. Um, it, it, the line is, I'm self-impressed by, I'm self-impressed by how well I can put myself down. Sure. And that line always like stuck out to me. And there, there's a lot of themes like that on, on that album in particular on brother, sister, which is why it's my favorite, but he's got this way of like putting, making sure like, like you said, like everyone is okay. Like, no, I understand where you're coming from with that, with with those kind of things. But also like, I've always felt like his lyrics uh, have pushed the idea of no one is, is better or bigger or more important than anyone else. Mm -hmm. And I've always really liked that because part of it is like me feeling small and insignificant and stuff like that. And you know, that all leads into like depression and mental health and stuff like that. But there could be an aspect of that band is so loud right now. Um, I can hear them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're actually playing now. Um, but there's a whole religious aspect of it too. It's like, you know, you're no, you're not, you're as good as, as you are, but you're, you'll never be better than God or Jesus or Allah or whatever it is, all that stuff. But um, I don't know. I really like that. And I like the, that he kind of makes sure that like everyone is, okay with the conversation and it doesn't turn into like this argument like he gets into it on the the 
bad Christian podcast too. Cause he talks about, they ask him like, are you basically, they ask him like, are you Christian anymore? And he goes, well, you know, I've, you know, there's all these like negative connotations and blah, 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 blah. And he kind of talks about this on the other podcast too, about how he was raised in a home that was his, I think his mom was Jewish and his, his dad was um, some version of like Islam or something like that. Um, so yeah. I, I think I, uh, we will need to double check this. I believe his mom. Okay. I'll just say this. One of his parents was Episcopalian. Episcopal. Mm-hmm. Episcopalian? One of his parents, or Sarah Palin. <laughs> Episc- oh my God, why can't I say Episcopalian? No, it's not a Palin. What is it? I need to look at the word. God damn it. Oh, let's cut that in this conversation. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'll say it this way. <clears throat> okay. So, their mother was in the <clears throat> Episcopal Church. Mm-hmm. And their father was Jewish. Okay. And they both converted to become Sufi Muslims. Okay. Okay. They they met at um it was a Sufi like re, like retreat or I, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. The, the word, but yeah, they they met through the religion. Yeah. All of this is to say, like, I like his take on like I can you know, embrace these parts of this religion. I can embrace these parts of this religion, like take all these different teachings and kind of like live this simple, easy life. And he does talk about how like for a while he was really negative and judgmental and all that kind of stuff, which is weird because I never felt that from him, like any interviews or seeing them live or anything. He always felt like such a positive and hopeful person, but, um, Obviously, I don't know what's going on inside his head and all that. Another thing that he did that was like, it's very like, I almost want to say adorable. Mm-hmm. And also like, if I if I didn't already had like positive connotations with him, like due to how much you and Shuge's girlfriend like him and just mm-hmm. listening to the playlist a ton before listening to the podcast and like kind of knowing that he has these very like healthy views on things even like even things like i don't really like agree with in a broader mm-hmm, sense mm-hmm. but like it so it was kind of adorable and also very like weird and kind of an off-putting way when <clears throat> someone would ask a question and he would be like that's a great question thank yeah. you for asking it yeah, yeah. i don't know <laughs> like both yeah. times he would like be like <laughs> that i appreciate you asking it's a great question. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, well, <laughs> like it's very polite, but it's almost that thing of like, so oh, uh, I guess I won't name names, but we, we know this person. My, my roommate in college, for, for mm. most of college, mm-hmm. uh, of the uh, Christian persuasion. Yes. And once I'm like this band. Yeah, which is kind of interesting in retrospect. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember he was talking to uh, another friend who, I, like, they grew up, um, I don't know if in the same church, but both mm-hmm. both Christian. And they were talking about some some girl that I, I did not know at all. And uh, my roommate goes, Wait, so is she, like, is she, like, Christian or, like, weird Christian? And so when... <laughs> 
and like even then, like without knowing her, I was like, no, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, totally. And so, like, this is this is judging based off you know a thirty minute interview or whatever. But like, in those times when he was being like, he was really seemed to be making a concerted effort to make everyone feel comforted and all that. I was like, mm -hmm, it was just mm -hmm. a little bit of weird Christian vibes. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it's no. I they sh he should have been on the Weird Christian podcast, not the Bad Christian podcast. <laughs> he did he did call himself an asshole, which I appreciate. He d I, I I don't think I've ever heard him swear before. It's so like relieving to me when someone who like one of the like first things you learn about them is that they're religious. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. like reli like in a religious not religious band, but like a <clears throat> band known for its Mm -hmm. you know, religious lyrics yeah. or imagery or whatever. And so you just make this assumption like, oh, they probably don't even swear. And like, that's, <laughs> that's just like, uh, I, I don't have time for this. Yeah, so that yeah, was like, yeah. okay, I was like, okay, good. Uh, I will say I, I was a good boy during this podcast. I skipped through all of the performances. Mm -hmm. He he played a, a song with the word Bethlehem in it, played a song called Winter Solstice. And, and I think uh, another one or two songs, I just kept, forwarding it like you know yeah, 15 until seconds the, until that was over yeah um because rules are rules mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay so let's can we circle back to sure. uh fumbling our way through religion here yes please yeah great <laughs> um so i i've definitely felt this before listening to like you know other artists or just people i admire if, if they talk about their religion mm -hmm. and listening to this podcast made me a little not frustrated, but it was just a reminder that I don't have what people who are religious do. Mm -hmm. Meaning, like, in Aaron's case, I'm envious that he has, like, this overarching comfort. Sure. And, and he said that he struggled with it at times, as mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nearly mostly everybody does. Yep. But... He, he still, he has that overarching comfort. He has that overarching direction. And so, like, even when they don't feel like they have it all figured out, they always seem to know where to look. Sure. But yeah, just, like, that sense that they have themselves figured out or they have mm -hmm. life figured out. And, and they don't, and they know mm -hmm. they don't. Yeah. But, like, th there's at least that sense of calm of, I have these you know, these parameters or these guidelines and boy, howdy, does that seem helpful? Yeah, it does seem helpful to have that, but there's always that like thing in the back of my head. That's like, well, yeah, but it's all bullshit though. Right? No, exactly. That's, that's the thing. Like I could never do it because I just don't think it's real. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and it's that thing that I, I think um, is very annoying when atheists say shit like, well, like, well, I can be good and moral without all of that. And it's like, mm -hmm. that's true. But like, if you're like truly religious, like, it's not just about that. It's you legitimately believe that like X, Y, and Z happened. And mm -hmm. so therefore you must, you know, behave or do in X, Y, and Z fashion. Yeah, yeah. And... Because I just don't believe that. I don't believe there's a God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, I can't, I just can't get there. Um, 
And so I do, I kind of like when people talk about God in, in broad terms. Mm-hmm. But when it's like specifically about, like he has a quote in, I, I think I have it open here. Um, so there's a question in this article from bustedhalo.com. <laughs> I don't know anything else about this um, publication, so I, I apologize if it's like something everybody knows. But So the question was, in general, what would you like your listener to take away from your music? Okay. Aaron, one point. There's just one reality that we're created for. We're created to learn to love each other and grow in our love for our maker. We're created to learn to worship and to praise and be grateful and be humble and be broken and not trust in ourselves, but to learn to work together and learn to trust in God, just loving God. And it goes on from there. But, hmm. and so like, what year was that from? That was from, oh, wow. That was from 2007. Okay. Um, so, so maybe views have changed or um, the, the meaning behind the music has changed. Mm-hmm. But if we just take that as, you know, kind of like what we were talking about, the like, oh, it's nice to have this figured out. But as you said, as as Danny said, let it be known. I, I did. The BS. Mm-hmm. It's like everything about loving each other and trusting each other and is great. And then it's like, and then we can just kind of get our shit together and praise God. And then it's like, oh, you were so close to having God, me. Damn it. Yeah. That's close. Danny. <laughs> oh shit! Yep. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, you say this. I know you're not gonna. Uh, you're not gonna let that be in the episode. Oh no, I'll leave that in. <laughs> I don't think you're brave enough because you want Aaron to listen to this. And what are you doing? <laughs> I, I put the other record back, but uh, the, their first EP is called. They have it on here too. I never said that I was brave. Good one. Aaron Weiss. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was kind of like my, my... Just, he seems, even though he talks about like not liking himself sometimes, he does. He said mm-hmm. he doesn't even like his name, Aaron yeah, Weiss, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yet he still seems sure enough of himself, even in the negative talk, he seems like at peace and sure of himself. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And not to say that's all from religion. There's many ways to get confidence and self-esteem. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it seems like the religion can surely help. So, okay, so here's another question for one of us to get in trouble. So we've talked about this, I think, a little bit before, like early on in, in the days of our pod. Almost a year ago, man. I know, I know, we're it's getting close. Our anniversary. <gasps> Is that how you're going to give me a hand job? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Starting a fire. <laughs> I like when bands have lyrics that reference the Bible. Mm-hmm. I really like when songs are about struggling with your religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't always have to be like, I'm not like rooting for them to break away from their religion. I'm not sure, like, sure, sure. You know, I'm go Satan, but <laughs> like that's like, and here we go again. It's brand new, right? They do that mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. damn time. And those are interesting lyrics. Those are interesting songs. Yep. yep. Man- Manchester Orchestra. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, those are the two. Uh, I guess Arcade Fire had some sure. of that. I mean, they're, yeah. 
there's a billion. Those are always the three that come to mind for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But none of those bands were ever classified as Christian bands. Yeah. And I don't know if Me Without You was like wholeheartedly, you know, called a Christian band, but they were kind of like at, at, in the very realm, like in the outskirts of that genre. Is, is that fair to say? <laughs> They were considered a Christian band because they were on Tooth and Nail. Okay, sure. Uh, and and but and they they didn't really consider themselves that, right? I don't. I mean, I don't know that any of them do. There's always somebody in the band that's like, "We're not a Christian band. We're Christians in a band." Like that kind of bullshit. Yeah, and then like someone behind them is like making the like exactly wanking exactly. motion, like oh, like, <laughs> someone behind them doing this. <laughs> but. But because they, regardless of that that label, because it's kind of meaningless, mm-hmm. they are or he is, whether or not he wants to say on a podcast that he's Christian, mm-hmm. uh, he's certainly religious. He certainly yes. believes in God. Yes. And this is not cool to say. But that kind of works against them just in terms of me fully embracing them, which I don't know why that is. It's it's something personal with me where I don't feel like they're trying to convert me, but I I do always Mm -hmm. feel like there's like there's an asshole in me that goes, oh, you think you have it all figured out and you're so much smarter and better than me one might even say holier than thou um, <laughs> and and that's obviously all like insecure yeah being defensive yeah all of that stuff but also part of it is just me going like i think this is wrong not hmm. like not like wrong like like morally but uh-huh. like i w- what would be the correct term just like Man, there's no way to be uh, to not believe in God and talk about it in a way that doesn't make you sound like a toy. <laughs> um, like, like you listening to music feels like you're listening to someone say a bunch of stuff that's that's not true. I I guess so, or just the fact that I know that they they think this way, believe in this. And it's mm-hmm. a very, very big part of their identity. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's shaped him good and bad. It's taken him on highs and lows. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't feel good to say that because I don't want to obviously judge someone based on their religion. Sure, sure. But it, it's, it's just that thing of like, I can't shake, like, even if like, because you know me, like, lyrics are kind of mostly whatever to me. Mm-hmm. And I can listen to these lyrics and take... You know, there, there's a song where he says, there's just a, a line where he says, we're going to reap what we sow. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can apply that to whatever you want. Yep. But because I know that's like a biblical line, it just, it kind of like pulls me into that kind mm-hmm. of negative thought. Again, mm-hmm. listeners, Aaron, uh, Jesus, <laughs> I know this is a me problem. Mm-hmm. We're back in this segment again. Um, Dante takes full blame for his, you know, his, his trouble, like understanding or accepting or whatever. But I don't know, like, do you, because you are not a religious person. Mm -mm. Do you ever have any hangups with that? It depends. Uh, it depends on the band. It depends on 
what they do with with that part of their life. I remember, so like Me Without You, for example, I've always really liked the religious aspect of them because it's always felt a very like open arms, like we don't care. And I, I'm pretty sure I watched it, uh, uh, kind of a interview sort of thing where Aaron just speaking at Cornerstone, uh, which is this like religious Christian music festival. I watched um, a video from it. Oh, did you? Okay. Him talking about how like he does not care if what religion you are, if you're atheist, if you're agnostic, he just wants you to be okay and wants you to be happy. <sighs> See, um, this is why shoegaze girl is going to fuck him. <laughs> he's such a, he's such a good person. <laughs> I'm sorry. If, if you're going to go for anyone in that band, it's got to be the bass player. He is the best looking. I, I don't know that that's really a He's on the shorter side? For her. Oh, well, that might be... His, okay. his face makes up for it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to... I have not studied this band. They all, they all kind of... From the pictures I saw, they all kind of had the same look. <laughs> well, his brother is in the band. Aaron's brother is in the band. Okay, let's see. Let's see. If you're, if you're looking at a picture of the band, find the shortest guy, and that's the bass player. Well, they don't have pictures where they're just all standing back to back. <laughs> they're all sitting here unless he's so short that he only comes up to this guy's belly button but i think a few are standing and this guy might be sitting um okay wait i got a stander i got a standing picture what are you sure is he still in the band yes there's five of them right there is five yeah in this picture there's only four guys really Hold on, hold on, let me recount. <laughs> uh, one of the guitarists did leave and they replaced him with someone else. Maybe they took band photos with, with only two guitars or one guitarist. Anyway, um, but yeah, like Me Without You, it's always felt like a positive thing. Uh, Jeff Suffering and 90 Pound Wuss has always felt like a positive. Th- yes, I know. It, it always felt like a positive force. It is off-putting when I find out someone is Christian uh, or is like super into it. Like We sound like such singer. assholes. I know. Such fucking assholes. This sucks. Uh, the singer of Thrice, when I found out he was like super Christian and like a preacher and stuff like that, I was like, ooh. So wait, all those, all those like lyrics where he's talking about God and stuff, he wasn't being sarcastic? <laughs> I legit thought he was being sarcastic in some of those songs. Wow. Because I'm an idiot. Or like reading that stuff about Under Oath uh, a couple weeks ago, I'm like, wow. I mean, I didn't listen to Under Oath. There's like one song I really like, but I'm never going to listen to that one song I really like ever again. Yeah. Because they sound like awful people. So, but, it, okay, oh. that, that that is not fair, though, to say that they're not, hashtag not all Christians, I suppose. Sure, sure. But I, I do. I think he's, I think he's good looking. The bass player. I mean, sure, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's let's not give her more ideas. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know if I've told you this, Danny, but uh, oh, we have a kid. One second. Yep. Lassa, hi. Lassa. I don't know. Why don't you watch it on your tablet? Do you need to pee? Yes. Okay. All right. I love you. Go out there. 
sure. Okay, close the door, please. Okay, love you. Bye, Lassa. Were you playing a... Today is going to be the day. Yeah, is that it? That's it, right? Sounded like it. Lassa agrees. Yeah. Rock on, Lassa. <laughs> Lassa rocks. Love you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but anyway, sometimes it can be off-putting. It's all about how, like, what you do with that quote-unquote power or whatever, um, or that mindset is, is, are you using this as a force for good? Are you accepting of people? Um, or are you shutting people out? Um, do you think you're better than other people because you read a book? Once every two to three years when I read a book, there's a few days where I absolutely <laughs> think. <laughs> I just feel so much better than everyone. God. <laughs> I did it! <laughs> it's like that guy over there, he's never read Down Goes Brown. Never. Wow, the deep cut references. <laughs> deep cut! Okay, so we are getting deep in the weeds here, just getting ourselves in more and I know, more trouble. I know. But I will continue that. Yay! I have I have two things I want to say that I, hopefully I don't forget both of them before I spit okay. them out. Okay. One, it's like, oh, but like, and this is like the shitty viewpoint of like, oh no, but they're like they're like good Christians, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're not, mm-hmm. you know, the small-minded or conservative or oppressive or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, okay, they're, they're treating people, you know, well and all that. And it's that thing of like, well, how much do we reward people for, and this again, blanket statement doesn't mm-hmm. apply specifically to Aaron or me without you or anybody, but blanket statement, how much do we want to like reward people or, or praise people for doing like the right thing for the wrong reasons? Sure. Right. Like, oh, like, no, but we're, we're following like the true, like love of Jesus and blah, blah, blah. And it's like. That I, I mean, that's obviously very, very good, and you're probably already better than 90% of the people on the planet because just people yeah. are terrible. Yeah. But, like, and I guess if, in my opinion, in my best <laughs> estimate, I know I'm so scared right now. <laughs> in my best estimate, there is not a God, there's not a heaven and hell, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. You, d- you don't have to do it to appease him or to escape his wrath yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But you, you should still, you should still do it. It doesn't mean you shouldn't be right. Good. So it's like, like yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yes, it's like, okay, you're doing the right thing and that's better than most people. You're doing it because you believe in something that I frankly think is fiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, just kill me. Oh, there's some lightning outside and it's getting really close. <laughs> um coincidence hmm. then then the other thing that you just made me think of was and like i i am totally convinced that this could be true you know how we were talking about like how long it took us to become vegetarians mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe we just got to really fucking be ground down until like we're like oh of course christianity maybe. is the only way maybe maybe and i'm just gonna I mean, like fuck it I mean, I really like pop music now, like a lot. So anything's possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, we, okay. So, okay, let me ask you this, and then we can move on. Okay. What is Shoegaze Girl's take on religion? Is she an atheist? Is she... So I think she'd be okay with me saying this, especially since we are keeping oh, her... Oh, right. And I, if 
you don't have to answer that question. So she was brought up in a very religious household. Mm, okay. Southern Baptist. And so, and, and, and I don't know when she, you know, decided that wasn't for her, but I was, you know, fairly mm-hmm, young. Mm-hmm. She, she's not religious. Um, uh-huh. I, I don't like, yeah, I, I don't think she has any lingering religious feelings mm-hmm, or leanings. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows what's, you know, deeply buried inside any of us, but as yeah, far as I, I mean, know, that's the case. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, because I I had to like go to catechism and we've talked about that a little bit before. And there's always something like just kind of in my mind that's like, well, what if? But but hey, hey. Sure. Hey, what if? What if you're wrong? Well, what is that what called? You, What's that stupid philosophical thing called? I don't know. It's, it's basically the, uh, the like just in case corollary like yeah you should be yeah. religious or you know just in case it is real and then you don't get sent to hell that's why i like waver between like i'm an atheist no i'm agnostic no i'm an atheist no i'm agnostic so i don't know if this is more obnoxious to say than i'm an atheist but if anyone does ask i tend to say i'm agnostic because mm-hmm. i've in recent years just grown very comfortable saying about all manner of things mm-hmm. i don't know Oh, okay. I'm, okay. you know what I'm saying? I'm very fine with saying, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Yeah. So I, I guess I operate as an atheist, but mm-hmm. every day I'm proven wrong about something. You're an agnostic in the streets, but an atheist in the sheets. That's right. I never shout out God when I finish. <laughs> uh, okay. Are we done with like fucking hot water talk yeah 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 jesus i'm so uncomfortable hot I, I, take I, corner is over shugay's Would- girlfriend is uh out <clears throat> celebrating a friend's birthday i believe uh-huh i so i cannot and like i don't want to like bug her but i really do want to reach out and be like hey just so you know like I really like you, and uh, please, I, I hope you know that I'm very stupid, but I know it, and I'm trying, and I'm so scared about everything. Please don't leave me. Like, <laughs> I want to get out in front of this. I need to get the PR Aww. system in motion. Okay, here's the thing we can talk about regarding me without you that uh, has nothing to do with uh, this being our final episode. <laughs> uh-huh. There, in their Twitter bio, it says, 2001... To 2022. Mm-hmm. What's happening? So last band I gave you broke up uh, in 2010 or 11 or something like that. Uh, this band is in the process of breaking up uh, or ending their their career. They were going to end it. Uh, they had like their final tour planned out uh, in 2020, but then the pandemic happened. And so they had to postpone it. Like, th- like it's not, you know, there's creative differences they can't stand each other it's just time it's just like run its course here all right here's a very dumb question this is if this was like uh in one of our first 10 episodes this would have been like the first thing i asked you Mm -hmm. um why is their name stylized the way it is i don't know i I only know that that the y is capital because it's you is god but i don't know why it's all squished together i don't know why everything (laughs) else is lowercase yeah okay i didn't know that you 
was God. Is this mm-hmm. from a poem? Possibly. He seems to like poems. Mm-hmm. He does. That seems like to be that's like a good like writing technique. Just taking poems. Just <laughs> just, just taking full stanzas out of poems. Um I I didn't delve uh I wouldn't even say too deep. I didn't delve at all into like how often he does that or when he does how much. But mm-hmm. it's it's just brought up a lot and like things you read or even in that podcast they bring yeah, up yeah, the, yeah. you know, the different writers he's drawn inspiration from. I'm yeah. sorry, different writers from whom he's drawn inspiration. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know why it's stylized that way. I don't know. I thought it was a stupid name, and that's why I didn't listen to them or go see them when they played at Capital Garage. Wait, so when did you get into them? 2004. Wow. I had moved to Santa Barbara. Uh, I made one friend, the first person I saw wearing a band t-shirt, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, And no regrets at all. Eric is a a lovely person. We he was wearing a faint t-shirt, the band, the faint. Okay. Uh, I was like, Hey, I like your t-shirt. And he said, Hey, I like your Donnie Darko button. (laughs) That's on your backpack. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And, uh, you know, we got to talking and and stuff like that. And then a couple weeks later he was like, Oh, Hey, this band me without you is playing at, at in Ventura at skate street. Best fucking venue. I saw that's where I saw that ISIS and these arms and snakes concert as that's well. That's awesome. Yeah, it is such a great fucking venue. I also saw um, Shining Toy Guns play there. Do you remember that mm-hmm. band? I do. Um, Never got into them, but yeah, we talked about them a long uh, time ago. Did we? Okay. Um, I think so. It, I mean, like ridiculously early on, like their parents were running, were doing their merch while they played. Cute. It was it was hilarious, especially to see them now and like how. Big they got for for a minute there. Um, Amanda texted me. How about this live band? Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, it was a great fucking venue. Uh, probably one of my favorite venues I ever went to. It was Me Without You. Uh, Owen, our buddy mm, Owen. Yes, sir. Uh, it, it was an interesting little... Because it was just like him sitting down on the stage like playing his little acoustic guitar. And this, uh, the snake that crossed the crown. Did you ever hear of that band? Maybe. That, saw, that sounds... Well, that somehow sounds like I ended up seeing that, that band. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. That sounds like a name. It's not worth it now. Okay, okay. Uh, I've seen that band but three I'll go times ahead and every, <laughs> every time with me without you. <laughs> so they're like good buddies. Apparently. Uh, and another, uh, another band that I don't remember their name anyway. So Eric was like, Hey, this band is playing. Do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, fucking, fucking a, I don't know anything about this band, but I'll go see them. And they blew me away. They were so fucking amazing live and bought this album, catch roast the foxes. Cause that's the album they were touring. And, uh, Saw them again like a year later. They came through. This is the one that I thought you had gone to, maybe had gone to. In 05, they were on tour with Coheed and Cambria and Dredge, Blood Brothers, Me Without You opening. I, I did. I, I did. Oh, you did go to that? So I, I've seen Me Without You. Oh, did you? Oh, I wow. remember. I don't think I paid attention to one second. 
Mm-hmm. But I don't know what I would have been doing. Like I wasn't on Twitter. Like I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you were doing either, Dante. At least you weren't the guy in Ventura who yelled out, "You suck!" in the middle of their set like a fucking asshole. No, that's pretty good because he probably said, "Me without you suck." Oh, maybe he did. Maybe he did. Well, that's just saying the band sucks. I guess that isn't that clever. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you saw them. I I was there. I can kind of faintly remember what the stage looked like when they were Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on there. It was, I don't think Blood Brothers was there. I Hmm. believe it was Me Without You. I think the first band was Three. Oh, the Coheed. Side project or some shit like that? It's so I believe it is Travis Stevers' brother is in that mm. band. But like from what I remember and like reading probably not too long ago, was that like I mean, they weren't like just there because of I mean, obviously they were there because of Coheed, but mm-hmm. like they, they were like a semi successful band in their own right. Oh, okay. Okay. Um so yeah, it was three, Me Without You, Dredge, Coheed. And I liked okay. Dredge, and it was I believe it was right after El Cielo. What is that album I called? Know. I don't know much about them. No, no, no. I'm an idiot. That's that's before. It was Catch Without Arms. Um, and no, that it's album- Catch for Us the Foxes. <laughs> yes. I did not watch Dredge. I left the room when Dredge played. Wow. We So yeah, we were probably passing each other. Well, I was in Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. I'm glad you saw me without you. I wish you remembered... Even a second of the music? Even yeah, a second I, of I don't. It. I really yeah. don't. Uh, Shugay's girlfriend is similarly disappointed. And also, uh, I think, maybe feeling somewhat sorry for me for not... Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's what I did for certainly all of high school, mm-hmm. 95% of college, and getting better. So it's maybe 80% of my life since then. I just uh, did not know how to enjoy things. <laughs> so working um, on it. Yeah, it's a work um, in progress. Yes, but I will say, Shugay's girlfriend, if you're listening, which, God, I hope you're not, um, it's gotten a lot easier to enjoy things since I've met you. Aww. Denny, it was yeah. nice to be able to say that, but look into your eyes. I, I know. <laughs> okay, do you want to talk about three episodes or less? Oh, God. All right. Or do you want to just skip it? No, no. So this, so yes, I do. Let me set it up. I'll try to be quick. This came up because a couple nights ago, because of Me Without You, Mm -hmm. Shugay's girlfriend, like, mentioned how she had found our podcast on Google not long after she found out that it, I had a podcast, sure. which I believe that was the second thing I said to her after, hello, <laughs> nice to meet you. Hi, I have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm podcast. D- Dante. <laughs> and she, thankfully, because like we are, she, she follows the podcast credo. She is a good girl uh, and does not listen to things she is not yet supposed to. Good, just like good. Just like us. Though I will say I, I was sort of a bad boy regarding me without you and I'll explain in a minute I think you'll be okay okay but she was like wait so like you don't want me to listen and I was like I I don't I don't know I don't want to I don't even want to talk about it Mm -hmm. because she had told me a long time ago that she and again I am in the 
the area of I think she would be okay with me saying this. Mm-hmm. Um, but like uh, like most girlfriends, she was with a guy at one point who mm-hmm. uh, was a musician of some sort. Mm-hmm. And the way she put it was, it got tiring. This is not a quote, but just a summary. Mm-hmm. It got tiring uh, going to shows and pretending that I liked it. <laughs> and which I totally understand. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Every one of our good friends, so Evan's good friends, that came to our shows <laughs> because he is nice and polite and likable and charming. And I was also there. Um, I went I, to that I, shit for you. The one time I went and saw your band, I was there for Dante. Wow. Uh, big, bold statement you can't take back. I won't take it back. I'm not going to show up for a guy that wears a bandana when he plays guitar. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired. We were like 21. You um, didn't have the bandana on. My fucking picture on text messages is from that show for of you. Weird to have a... 12 year old picture for that but uh here's the thing i wasn't it's it's, at least it's not a 12 year old picture of you (laughs) the reason i wasn't wearing a bandana wasn't because i was like oh what a what a jerk or whatever it was because like oh i'm not that cool i can't pull that off no way Anywho, I'm just saying, Anywho. like, I appreciate, like, all the people yeah. that have ever come to shows, and I and I get that it's not everybody's thing, blah, blah, blah. But that thing she said stuck with me, especially regarding the podcast. Like, mm-hmm. if she were to ever listen to any episode of the podcast, I would never want to know. Because yeah. I know, because she is a nice, loving person, she would not say anything bad. And also, I wouldn't want to put her in the position. I wouldn't want to be like, so what'd you think? What'd you think? Did you like it? Well, what was your favorite part? You know, it's different with a podcast over a band, too, because I I feel like it's easier to be like, oh, yeah, it was good with a band. Yeah. But with a podcast, especially like our podcasts are way too fucking long. And we say so much dumb shit. We do. Like I'm outing myself as a real idiot. (laughs) and she's like i mean she knows a lot of if she wants to get to know you real well uh, i don't know man but yeah so anyway so it kind of got to the point where it was like i would have to like do a i would have to do like a podcast episode for you talking to shoegaze girlfriend of episodes that like you're approved to listen to yeah so that's how this came up and i was thinking of like what are our episodes that like suck the least amount of shit. And the first couple that came to my mind were Spanish love songs. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I don't even remember specifics of that episode. I just remember like feeling pretty good about it after. Mm -hmm. And then, like I told you, this might be recency bias, but I liked the Yezu episode quite a bit. I liked it right after recording and I listened back to it and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, You said, Danny. I said, Propagandi or Propagandi. Motion City soundtrack. Sorry, the band is distracting me. You can hear the the beat. Oh yeah. Uh, and last one is kind of a wild card pick. Like there's so many. My first thought was uh, Trail of Dead. No, too, we can't do anything that's before like episode fifteen. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> so and I went with Ninety Pound Wuss just because it was 
it was funny how much you didn't like it. She she might be somewhat turned on from hearing me in distress. <laughs> Plus, you did that whole hilarious rant at the end. No, that's so embarrassing, man. That is it was so great. embarrassing. I, 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 I really, I, I fucked it up at the end, and it turned into like an embarrassing like eighth grade talent show thing. Oh, uh, so I bad. Liked it. So okay, so she, propaganda, Motion City, and like Spanish love songs. So just fuck Yezu, I guess. Or Yezu, I don't know. Hmm. Well, here's the thing. I mean, ultimately, I'm going to give her the playlist so I can do whatever I want. It's true. It's true. But, uh, God, do I have to listen to I think to propaganda you? should go on. You think so? I, think I don't so. remember any of... That was pretty early, too, right? That was like episode six or something. It was fairly early. I mean, it's our most listened to episode. Well, it's because, yeah, because the band listened to it and like retweeted it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Good Canadian boys, man. Yep, yep. Okay. All right. I'm going to write this down. Propagandy. Motion City. Motion City, I remember you uh, talking about, like, how emotional you got. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Motion City was a good... Oh, 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 holiday episode. I was going to say that same thing. Holiday episode, man. That one was pretty good, right? Yeah. We're just, like, having fun. Case was pretty good, too. Holiday... I did. I did tell her I was like, maybe I'll give you our Christmas episode, and she. Mm-hmm. I can tell she was thinking, Christmas episode. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we're like a like a British sitcom. We yeah, for some yeah. reason do a Christmas episode. All right. Okay. So now it is time to pee. One hour later, I went and listened to a little bit of the band that was playing. And it was pretty good. I was into it. If I wasn't doing this tonight, I um, probably would have gone out there and like watched. Are they playing in the front yard? Or you just mean from your backyard? Uh, from my backyard, yeah. I would yeah. have like hopped on the fence and poke, poked my head over and been real fucking creepy. Would you have been like, would you have said anything like to acknowledge that you're doing that, you weirdo? I don't know. Maybe. I did. So I did go over to that neighbor's house. Like the other day, yeah, because uh, uh, one of his sprinklers was was broken. It was flooding a, a little bit of my backyard, and so I was like, "Oh God, now I have to go like talk to this guy." And uh, and so I like went all the way ar- around the block and went knocking on his door, and he was super super nice about it, and really really cool. His name was Eric, I think. No, that's the guy you met with the faint t-shirt right right but anyway it, it he was super cool about it and nice and so i was just worried it's gonna be like what but he didn't say any of that that's very nice were you like walking over there thinking of all of the like comebacks you would have to when he like makes fun of you like you got to get ready to be like all right i'm prepared so if he says anything about like the stupid ass shirt i'm wearing right now no i'm gonna say well I, I was just so worried about like being yelled at. <laughs> I didn't even think about like fucking 40 year old. I don't want to get yelled at. I don't feel like a 40. I feel like I'm fucking 20 still or something. It's how old's your neighbor? He's probably close to my age. Okay. Maybe I have no idea, but yeah. You're probably he, taller. Maybe. It smelled like weed in their house too. Oh. When you good. opened the door, I was like, whoa. They're very chill. What you got? Is that cake? 
Whoop. Oh, some? No. It's uh, broccoli. <laughs> this, this is a new kind of yellow, yellow frosted broccoli. Yeah, it's confetti broccoli. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's like not even great. Oh, uh, bummer. Mm-hmm. Obviously not made by Shugay's girlfriend. No, no, no. Okay, are we going to talk about music? Hey, let's do that. All right, let's go. Hey, how about a, a new segment where we talk about each <laughs> song in five minutes or less? Okay, okay. You ready? Do you got a fun way to intro the first song? Nope. Okay, bullet to binary. So they played this as Aaron's intro on the podcast. Did you not notice did that? Did they? I didn't yeah, notice I that. I just told you they did. Do you not trust me? I don't trust you. Yeah, when they were talking about all those, like, I mean, they were, you know, obviously getting way too, like, uh, a demigod from Philadelphia, <laughs> Pennsylvania, just really blowing smoke up his ass. Mm-hmm. That they that song like cut in and played for a second. Oh, I don't even remember that. So I feel like this is this is pretty obvious why you picked this song first. It is first of all, it's one of their older songs, right? Mm-hmm. This is oh, is this oh four or oh six? Oh two. Six minus four, two. <laughs> I'm speaking yes. in riddles this episode. Glad you finally noticed. Um, but it's like it's. For, for them, I would imagine fairly straight ahead, like starts with like a kind of cool, like circular palm muty intro and like this yeah. off kilter drum beat, um, yeah. which is really cool. It took me a second to like and snare now and <laughs> now. Okay, it's in the half beats. Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah. I love um, the fill into it too. Or, I, don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't mouth it very well, but. I love it. Well, you did, and uh, let's just say Amanda is a lucky lady. (laughs) So, hey. What up? Were you excited when he was singing in French? Did not notice. Really? Yeah. (laughs) File that under news to me. (laughs) God damn it. He sings the second verse in French. Huh, and me being such a big... Okay, I, d- I did wonder at one point if he was saying the beer name Stella Artois. <laughs> but that, that's that's all I caught. You cannot be surprised that I did not notice that. I guess. I'm bummed. That's why that's one of the reasons I stuck with this song over uh, another song on this album. Because there's a French part. I should have said, listen out for the French part. Wait, it was... You picked this over January 1979 because no, you thought... No, the wrong album. Okay, okay. I picked this over a song, uh, after over two songs, Gentleman and Nice and Blue. What was the other song? Was there another song you told me that you were considering putting on the playlist? There's quite a few. Uh, not off of this album, though. Was there... Was there another song off of... Oh, were you talking about the one off of uh, Ten Stories? No, it's all... Well, y- no. 
Oh, wait. So, yeah, there's an album you didn't put anything on for off of, right? Yeah, there's three albums I didn't pick any songs off of. But you were considering one of them? or like I, I Didn't was, I ask I, you like if I you were going to pick... I picked a song off of this album, and then I cut it. The what? Fox's Plume or some shit like that. God damn it. I'm a it bad friend. doesn't have the song titles on the back of the record. I'm a bad friend and a bad boyfriend. Fox's Dream of a Log Flume. Fucking Aaron, get a grip. <laughs> what was the song that I said, Shoegaze Girl said she would have picked off like an album that you didn't represent on this playlist? Oh, um, th- did you say a name of a song? I thought you were just talking <clears throat> about the album Pale Horses. Maybe. Well, because you said you haven't really listened to Pale Horses that much. Uh, a few times, yeah. And I did oh, see them when they were You're really backtracking now. Oh, you saw them play on that tour? I did see them play on that tour. All right, I guess you're a real fan. <laughs> Took pictures, too. Uh, I don't remember you naming a song off of that album that she would have put on there, though. Okay. So I, I watched the music video mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. They look like a different band. Yeah, yeah. Back then. It was very jarring. That video mm-hmm. is like, it's funny. That video is just like a slow, like tilt up of some big ass tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just in a field <laughs> and there's like close up blurry shots of like grass and then them playing. It made me think that like the first couple times I listened to this playlist, I was like, ooh, I wonder if I missed my chance. Like, I wonder if this is a band that you get into when you're whatever mm-hmm. 15 mm-hmm. through 20 you how old were you when you got into them like 34 it's probably, <laughs> probably 23 24 okay maybe? 2004 so you, you get into them s- somewhat young and then mm-hmm. you, they stick with you forever mm-hmm. but because this is a variation on a genre that I'm not super into or just haven't yeah, devoted yeah. the time to i wonder i was like oh no i wonder if i just i if i miss my chance if i can't do sure. it anymore sure um and even though this bullet to binary in the in the context of this playlist is like the kind of like simplest most straight ahead song mm-hmm. when the first time i listened to it i was like oh okay here we go like <laughs> and and a lot of it was and he doesn't even really do it on this song but the kind of like spoken word Mm-hmm. type of singing he only does at like 50 percent of what he's capable of in that song and then really lays it on in like the next couple <laughs> yeah but yeah. even that was enough to make me go like okay this is a little different for me like i'm not i don't listen to a lot of stuff that sounds like this uh-huh. but i did i want to say early on i did really like let me do a lot of backtracking here um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i did really like this guitar part at 109, and it actually reminded me of a band that has come up already on this pod. Clutch. When it gets a little heavier and the drums get into that halftime, yeah, and it like yeah. they you know really wail, 
Mm-hmm. That is very clutch to okay, me. Okay. With the caveat that even though I saw Clutch, I really only know one song, mm-hmm. but it might be my favorite song of all time. <laughs> it's one of those I, things where it's like, ooh, I've listened to their other stuff, and I don't really, uh-huh, it doesn't really uh-huh. click with me, but holy shit, is that one song amazing. Okay, okay. I don't know much about them, but but I also agree with, with uh, that sounding kind of Clutch. Oh, so you, you've, you at least you're familiar with their sound. I'm somewhat familiar with, with that sound yeah i was really hoping when i got into the playlist that it was gonna like jar some memories from that time i saw them live oh yeah nothing 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 i was like i like they had to have played this song probably yeah probably right i saw them three years after this comes out like Mm -hmm. but no like i i don't i literally cannot i was probably just like staring at the merch table for like 45 minutes trying to make a decision yeah, about like yeah. what coheed shirt I was going to buy or something. <laughs> sure, sure. All that to say, and this is going to turn out good for you. Okay. And good for Shugay's girlfriend, mm-hmm. which is, you know, happy friend, happy girlfriend equals happy Dante. <laughs> yep, yeah. Getting through the playlist of many times, this song is fine. Okay, yeah. I, I totally... So... Shugay's girlfriend, kind of when I, I, I told her the songs on the playlist, she was kind of like, about about Bullet to Binary, she was kind of like, hmm, hmm, okay. Yeah. Like, but I, don't worry, Danny, I immediately jumped to your defense. <laughs> I was like, no. So you got to understand. It's not, here, oh, no, let me explain this. Don't worry. I got it. <laughs> let me explain this to you. Sit down. It's not about like you know our five favorite songs necessarily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's about the five songs that we think will kind of you know appeal to the other, sort of you know build an argument for this band that the others never heard of. Yeah. And I was like, I totally get why he put this song first. It's mm-hmm. simple. It's not overwhelming. It's the it's the song that most aligns with like just other kind of like early two thousands type of rock that I was listening to. Yeah. So for that reason, it's a good opener, and it eases you in to the next couple songs, which are very much a departure from Bullet mm-hmm. to Binary. Yeah, this album, as compared to Catch Rest for Foxes, to I mean, you can tell it's the same band, mainly because of Aaron's vocal style. But musically, they're very, very different from each other. Um, this one's a lot harder, at times it almost uh, has a bit like of a grunge feel every once in a while. Like I, I want to say like Soundgarden or Alice in Chains or something every once in a while, which is cool. But uh, this isn't one I come back to all that often. Um, Are you talking um, about the album as a whole? As a, as a album as a whole. Correct. Okay. Um, another reason that this song made it on the playlist was I really needed I really wanted to include a one of their part two songs, and this one fit the best with Bolt to Binary Part Two. So okay, alert. so they <laughs> do this quite a bit. They do. They do quite a bit. On every album, not this first one, but every other album, they have a song that is kind of a part two, or uh, like on one of the albums they have. February 1878 instead of January 1979 or something like that. Interesting. Okay. Well, we will talk more about that. We shall. When the time comes. Yes. 
Um, but okay, so so if you didn't put bullet to binary, that means you would not have put bullet to binary part two. Like you would not have done one without the other. Correct. Okay. Very interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm learning something. Okay. Moving on. Yes. This next song, I, I am assuming you put on because uh, it inspired you to uh, buy a nice little tight-fitting polo and join your brothers in a uh, tiki torch protest. Oh. Torches together. <laughs> Danny's favorite convention when I lump him in with white supremacists. <laughs> Torches together off of Catch for Us the Foxes, 2004. I'm glad I picked this song. I, there's a lot I like about this song. The fun hand claps toward the middle end of the song. The fucking why pluck one string when you could strum the guitar, strum, strum the guitar, strum the guitar. Love it. Uh, also, uh, had this album in the play file when we could do CDs in the play file at Dimple and uh, got made fun of a little bit because of that line <laughs> by this one guy. Um, Who? Uh, you didn't work with him, I don't think. Oh, no. I thought I mean, you were like trying to be coy. No, no, no. I would never. But yeah, I do kind of regret not picking January 1979. A little bit. Yeah, well, Shuge's girlfriend was sure that you had fucked up. Oh, uh. So it's funny you mention the strum the guitar part. Mm-hmm. That was a bit of a hurdle for me. <laughs> and that makes sense. I made this playlist for me, and I think that was a mistake. Oh, well, then I, then, then I take back my defense of you to Shoegaze Girl. You did just put your five favorites. I, a bit. The, the last song you hate. was a last edition and uh, I think it was a good choice because it's something a little different. I wish I would have picked. I should have thought more about how you like the songs with less words. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's certainly true. But as as you found out from me not realizing that he was speaking French, I can turn songs with <laughs> lots of words into songs without words just by kind of zoning out yeah yeah a real skill that artists <laughs> must appreciate uh, um and here's the thing the the strum the guitar part it's not like i don't think it's bad mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's it's one again, of those things that's too on the nose for you and i i should have thought of that that's i, I wrote it's too real and so it kind of makes me like mm -hmm. cringe is too hard but it kind of makes me like go like mm, yeah Okay. That's what you went with. <laughs> but I think that kind of goes hand in hand with his vocal style. Mm -hmm. Like, it's going to get, this is terrible that I'm saying this, but quote unquote real. Like, because it's a very confrontational or yeah. very, 
When people sing in spoken word, it's it's a tough initial thing for me because I immediately think like, oh, here comes a lecture. <laughs> trying to yeah, trying to learn yeah. me something here. And so and, and so I think that just kind of goes hand in hand. But all that being said, uh-huh. first few times through the playlist, Torches Together was the early contender for a favorite. And and I will say this is like I would listen to this playlist like three times and be like, all right, this one's my favorite. Yeah. And I'd listen to it three more times and I'd be like, oh, that one drops down to actually like number three and this is my favorite. And then this mm. one, and then I listened to it a few more times and it mm-hmm. it kept changing. Okay. Okay. And like at one point I told Shuge's girlfriend that like, ooh, I'm really digging this song right now. And she goes, oh, that's really good. You know, that makes me happy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I go, yeah, but like, don't worry, like it's going to change tomorrow. <laughs> so um, Don't get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Without giving too much away, uh-huh. I like the the like back third or whatever of this song. That makes sense. Yeah, and I feel like, well, I'll save it. I'll save it. You know, what? I'm gonna save okay. it. I'm gonna put it in my pocket. Okay, okay. I'm gonna put save a little, it. Put a little pin in that. I'm gonna do what I refuse to do with my money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna save it. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I, but I'll tell you this, this song and what both Shugay's girlfriend and then you have said about it and this album, I really want to listen to January 1979. It's a really good song. Like, I'll probably listen to it in the shower tonight. Nice. Nice. Um, not like, like just cause I need to shower right after this. And so it'll be fresh on my mind. Okay. Um, I mean, if that's too weird, I, I can save it for after, but I'm normally in bed. I normally go podcast and not music. Okay. Okay. So do it. Do it. Okay. Okay. Jack off it to it. Jack off to it. Fuck it. Fuck yes. it. Up. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, so it's funny because like now when I think of torches together, I more think about January 1979. <laughs> Even though I don't know what I'm thinking about yet. It's the next song. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, not the next song on our playlist, but the next song on the album. Okay. It follows torches. Okay. Yes. Yes. So I did not listen to that, but can I tell you how I was a bad boy and what song I did listen to? Okay, do it. I listened to, hold on, let me make sure I'm correct. I don't want to fuck it up. I listened to their version Mm -hmm. of Nirvana's In Bloom. Oh. Oh, I forgot they did one of those. I so I it says, you know, on their Spotify page appears on mm-hmm, and this is the mm-hmm. first compilation. It's Come As You Are, a 20th anniversary tribute to Nirvana's Nevermind. Um there's a few bands on here that I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, the uh the two bands on here that uh I'm familiar with and I am aware that they suck. Both bands that we've played parts of their songs on this podcast. Mm-hmm. One is Hawthorne Heights. <laughs> they covered. Hey there. Oh, you remember? I do. They cover Lithium. Mm-hmm. And what do they do? They just try to sound exactly like the song. Of course, of course. And then uh, right before that on the album is Story of the Year with oh, Breed. Nice. Do you remember that one? I do. Are you gonna sing it? Uh, no. But they do the same thing. 
he is trying so hard to turn his voice into Kurt's. Mm. And then I was like, okay, okay, okay. Was this a dir- Which what? one? Touche Moray did a song for a Nirvana. It's not on this. It's not on that one. Uh-uh. This is from 2011. Okay. But anyway, I was like, was this a directive? Like, do a cover, but like, don't... Make it sound do, the same. Yeah, don't do anything interesting with it. Yeah. And then I listened to Me Without You's In Bloom, and it's completely different. Um, and it's very... Listen to it. It's very cool. It's very cool. So hmm. I did listen to that. Okay. Uh, so That's I am... Bad. It's not that bad, but it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Okay. Yeah, I don't have too much more to say about okay. Torches Together. Okay. Um, it... Early contender for favorite, and I, I'm... I think I was just kind of comfortable with it, and it's a shorter song. Yeah, yeah. But, it's a short uh, song. It's 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 fun. Yeah, uh, I I remember it the very first time I saw them live because everyone puts their hands up and does the clapping thing. I think he was like running around in the crowd when that happened. And yeah, it's good stuff. So from an early contender for favorite mm-hmm. to an early contender for least favorite. What? Oh, porcupine. Dante. Oh, Dan. What is wrong with you? Well, um, I'm surprised. You want to start with my my body or mind? God damn it. Hold on. I said early. It's got our boy from Sunny Day Real Estate. We were talking about earlier. And the drum, the intro drum sound like my Sharona. Okay. Well, let's get to that. Boy, those opening drums are stupid, huh? Yeah, kind of. Like, it's very surprising that that's a like a drum beat that they like this band would write. I don't know yeah. why that it's just it just surprises me. Um, okay, just Mahasharona. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, <laughs> Jim Belusi and a bunch of smoking ducks. <laughs> like, I don't like what this is like. Just random background, like strip club music or something. <laughs> also, I I said Jim Belusi like Martin Scorsese or uh, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, I can't yeah, fucking yeah. like we cannot release this, man. We cannot release this because if she <laughs> listens to this, she's gonna be like, he he hit it so well, but he's serious. He obviously <laughs> suffers from serious like mental development issues. Uh, okay, so it was an early contender. Did you did it grow on you? It did, because a pattern starts to form. Okay. There, I, I'm just going to go, all right, 45 seconds in. Okay? Okay. okay. My, my little 
world. My sad little world. Okay, things sound very important right there. Mm-hmm. That's great. But you fast forward to the last third of the song. Mm-hmm. There's another big finish. There's this cool, like, dual vocals going yep. on. Yep. And let's let us just yeah. It's it's the last like fucking minute of this song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two forty-five to the end. Okay, so that's fair. I'm I went I went three twenty-seven just to kind of oh get you're to skipping it. the okay okay. But I I I get and accept your meaning. I don't know, man. Th- that that might be my favorite part of the whole playlist. It's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. Yeah, and it ma- and it makes me mad because, and this is too simplistic. And he is such in the band. I don't just say it's Aaron, but he's certainly what stands out at times. He has such a unique and strong and clear artistic mm-hmm. vision. Mm-hmm. And early in this playlist when I was like, even if I don't like this band, I cannot deny that this is like meaningful, well thought out, purposeful art. Yeah. And yeah. like at the bare minimum, you got to give them that. But I will say when he, in my opinion, when he stops doing the spoken word stuff, and like sings or screams, mm-hmm. I like it so much more. Hmm. But he's just like, no, I'll do it. But you got to wait till the end of the song. <laughs> like, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. listen to my message, and then I will like sing like a minute long song that you'll. Like. <laughs> I'm like, fine. Like that's that is the price I will pay. That, I mean that the before it gets to this to the screaming part, the 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 singing the melody it's. It's so catchy. It's so beautiful. It's so like, I don't powerful. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh absolutely. my god. Am I Christian now? Maybe. Fuck. Maybe. <laughs> All right. I mean, darn. <laughs> yeah. That, the the uh, end of that song with Jeremy Enoch. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's like Ink. Ink hitting those insane notes that I could never possibly. I try and I'm just like. Ah! I mean, I didn't dislike that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll get in the studio with them next well, time. Yeah, let's write something. So there were so many songs off of this album I wanted to pick. I've 
there was a, a brief moment where I was like, maybe I'm just going to pick five songs off of Brother Sister because it's got a good range of like, they've got the harder stuff, they've got the mid-tempo, and they've got the folky stuff on this album. It's my favorite album, hands down, because of that, because of the lyrics, a lot of the stuff we were talking about earlier. It's got that line, um, being really great at putting yourself down or whatever. But when I saw them, fuck you, when I saw them touring this album at the boardwalk, during that tour, they were uh, calling out to folks to, if you play an instrument and you want to play along, uh, not a guitar or bass or or regular drums, uh, but, you know, keyboard, vocals, flute, violin, whatever, come on out. Uh, show up early. We'll practice a little bit, and and you know we'll do this thing. And they also always uh, invited people to come out early and do like a potluck and all this shit too. Cool, cool guys. I love them. But they had multiple people show up at the boardwalk that night. Doing, uh, I don't know if it was all this song or what, but I remember um, the end with the the like tribally sounding drums. Mm-hmm. There was two guys who showed up with buckets and drumsticks and were just banging on the, on the buckets. And by the end of the song, the, the buckets were like just in all these pieces and just like flying everywhere. And, uh, this, this woman came up and, uh, did Jeremy Enoch's part, uh, but fucking flawlessly. It was, that's crazy. It was such an amazing show. And Manchester orchestra opened that night. Well, somebody else played too. Um, oh, the snake across the ground. Um, but Manchester Orchestra opened that night and fucking blew me away. They were so fucking good. And it was just one of the best concerts that I've ever been to. And I saw them again the next night. It wasn't as good, but it was still cool. I don't know if that's one of the reasons why I like this song so much, why I like this album so much. It's just that memory of, you know, all these, the whole collaboration. There's a video I found on YouTube of uh, another so one of the little interlude songs on this album, uh, a little girl came up and was like doing a part because they have like uh, probably church friends that live in Folsom that would always mm. come out when they played in the Sacramento area, and it was just such a rad fucking show. It was so great, um, and I will never forget that one. And uh, I still would have included this had I had I thought about like the first half of the song being a little basic, I still would have included it for the end of the song. It's not even that it's basic. I mean, literally the first eight seconds of just drums is like, mm-hmm. did like <laughs> I put the wrong song on the playlist? Like it, it's truly bizarre, but like the rest of the song, like it's, I mean, from these five songs, from what I gather, it's definitely mm-hmm. a me without you song. Sure. Sure. Um, but just that last, and yeah, yeah, you're right. You, you could, you could go back to like two forty-five and kind of get that, like the full scope the full, of yeah. how they get into everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just terrific, but you, you absolutely should have put the song on the playlist one because of how I feel about it. But of course, more importantly, mm-hmm. because of how shoegaze girlfriend feels oh. about it. Cause I think I told her at one point, I was like, I don't know about a porcupine. And she was like, really? <laughs> I don't know about us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but that is, that is not why I changed my tune about the song. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, <laughs> I hate it so much. It sucks. I no, no, I, I, it's truly, 
like the the first part of the song could be just like do 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 with like him doing like you know mouth farts for the first two <laughs> minutes. If it yeah. ends the way it ends, it's mm-hmm. gold. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. So okay, Are you ready for the sequel? Yes. Let's get to song number four, Bullet to Binary, part two. Let us die, let us die and die. We reply and lower our baskets down into the open bed of the fruit truck passing by. And we can smile at each other again. Part two off of 2009's It's All Crazy, It's All False, It's a Dream, It's All Right. Tante's yawning through that album title. Well, it's it, it, I'm yawning through 10 p.m. is what I'm doing. Okay. okay. Um, so l- let me skip to uh, my last note here. Okay. Uh, go ahead and, and read that album title one more time for me. It's All <laughs> Crazy, It's All What? It's All Crazy, It's All False, It's All a Dream, It's All Right. <laughs> It sounds like just like four non sequiturs when you say it like that, <laughs> which yeah. I like. How was this album not called All the Time, Everyone, Everywhere, Everything? Why not let's forgive everyone, everywhere, everything? All the time, everyone, everywhere, everything. All the time, everyone, everywhere, everything. All the time, all the time, everyone, everywhere, everything. Fix it. Okay, okay. Go get back. Aaron on the phone. Oh shit, he doesn't have a phone. God damn God. Or G Oh. G shoots. Oh. <laughs> G shoots. So, okay, again, we skip ahead to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh I guess we have to talk about the first part of the song. Uh, I guess, I guess. The end is where this uh, again, this one has a great ending. Yeah. Last I know. third. You yeah. have a thing for these me without you songs. Do Apparently they Yeah, I do. It's like they don't like, hey, if these are all if these songs are all like improv and it just takes them like a <laughs> two minutes to warm up and then they yeah, like yeah, really yeah. get into it. So this is this is certainly not gonna be of any interest to Shoegay's girlfriend. You could though you did mention having her listen to the System of a Down episode. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Not gonna happen. Okay. At forty five seconds here. So, uh, my ignorant ass, uh, because I read that he grew up in a somewhat, like, he, he's, he's, he is Jewish, though not religiously, if, you know, as, yeah, yeah, how that works. Mm-hmm. So, my ignorant ass was like, is, oh, is this like, is this Yiddish? Like, mm-hmm. not, and, and it's not, it is, um, should have written this down. It's Arabic. Yes. Thank you. Um, but anyway, going back to me being ignorant, uh, that part, <laughs> it reminded me of just 
not the the words obviously, but it has that same vocal wavering that Surge mm-hmm. does that yep. was so cool yep, totally. and made you have to admit that System of a Down kind of rocks. <laughs> they fucking do. <laughs> does, oh, man. Doesn't that suck that you have to say that? This is so No, great. I love it. You love System of a Down. I do. Well, at least those five songs. I haven't listened to any more. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> um, so, again, even if, even if, like, the vocal style isn't always like quote unquote my thing. Mm-hmm. The way Aaron tells his stories yes. via song is very, very compelling. Mm-hmm. I I would love to ignore all vocals and all lyrics. <laughs> and he makes that very hard. Like, mm-hmm. like it it really draws me in despite the fact that sometimes like musically it's kind of like you know, I'm still kind of trying to grasp it or, mm-hmm. or vocally the style, like the way it's being delivered is different than I'm, I'm used to or usually and like, like, but again, he's, he's very specific. He's, he's making these choices for a reason mm-hmm. and it's, it's like, it's undeniable. It's like undeniably good songwriting and for him storytelling. Cause I just, yep. I, I, it's like, you know, come come for the great um, song endings, but <laughs> stay for the fun stories. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, all right, I'm I'm gonna learn a story along the way, and then I'm gonna like really enjoy the last like ninety seconds of music. Yeah, and yeah, I just, I mean, I I I don't know what to say other than that's very impressive, and I mm-hmm. I really admire how like if he was a director, like his his films would have like very clear direction and you know you hear about these or you see these movies that are like Mm -hmm. ooh, like everything was muddled the the plot had these holes or was confusing like no he knows what his vision is yeah um and that's awesome i agree i don't yeah i don't know if it's it's the words he chooses or just the way he sings and presents them i I think it's all of it 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 just all of it feels so like important when you're listening to it, even though he's singing about potatoes and eggplants or like foxes yeah. and crows and shit like that. But it, you just know that there's like some deeper meaning happening. You you don't know what it is. Um, my friend uh, Matt Maxwell put it really well one time uh, because he um, Aaron Weiss guested on the norma jean album their first like full-length album he does like guest vocals on that he's like i remember hearing that guy's voice i had no idea what he was saying but it sounded so important and it was really fun to skateboard too so i loved it oh he did put that well i couldn't have put it that way that's for sure (laughs) i think they lost a lot of listeners with this album because they went really really folky and they went really odd with their with his lyric choices, he, you, I mean, there's a little bit of like Arabic and stuff on a brother sister, but there's a lot more of it on this album. Uh, and so I think a lot of those like hardcore Christian kids probably like I'm out now. Cause you're singing things that have to do with other religions. They had completely like shied away from all the like post hardcore and all that kind of stuff for a while. You can still hear it in the music, 
Like I gave you one of the songs that's not that folky, but I think they they kind of lost a, a bit of listenership. But I always loved that they kind of just always did what they wanted for so many years. Like they started off really hard and then they kind of like just started doing their own thing, stopped trying to fit in so much with the haircuts and all that stuff. Um, Is that what I was seeing in that first Bullet to Binary video? There's a bit of the haircut haircut okay. happening, like Funeral for a Friend. <laughs> um, oh, that's a good ep too. It is a good episode. Uh, our I, I our kinda, podcast is so good. <laughs> I kind of just love that they they did what they wanted. I haven't listened much to the last three albums because the last two in particular, because I I kind of just felt like they were they had gone back to being a little heavier, a little harder, um, and I felt like they were kind of just remaking Catch for Us the Foxes slash Brother Sister, like new versions of those albums. That's not to say that like they weren't good when I listened to them. It just wasn't like, oh, they're doing something different this time. They're doing this. They're doing that. Yeah. Like, oh, they're kind of. It almost felt like going through the motions a little bit. It's tough. Like it, it's, I've thought about this with other bands that I like a lot, and then they put out you know albums five, six, seven, and you're mm-hmm. like, ah, I don't know. Now, mm-hmm. if these exact same albums happen to be albums two, three, four. And two, three, four happened to be five, six, seven. Yeah, maybe yeah. I would, you it know, would be totally different. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would. It's just I like the ones that came out first, and then yeah. that was enough. Yep. So I, I get that, and I don't know. I might uh, end up listening to like the more recent stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if if Shoegaze Girl really likes uh, the later albums, or at least it seems like she likes Pale Horses a lot. Um, that was twenty fifteen. Yeah. I think something like that. Yeah. So yeah, th- this will be good because uh, if she is listening to this, here's an admission: I really, I I can only listen to so much car seat headrest on on our drives. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I know you like him so much, and it's fun. I don't I don't like hate it. Like I'm not mad, but like when when uh, one song is ending i'm just going like anything but like any like on these like you know when we shuffle the playlist mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like oh there's so much of this on, on the playlist <laughs> i've never listened to them before it's 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 totally fine mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. like it's not my thing yeah but yeah to get a bunch of me without you in there yeah let's do it get it in there let's do it mm-hmm. okay at 2:30 already spoiled this lyric Oh, well, no, we're gonna reap what we sow. We all, well, know what kind of crops are gonna grow. From each time you disrespect your parents, you better hope we don't hear it. We who know you're gonna reap what you sow. And it was right about here when I went, that's right. I haven't listened to the Decemberists in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little bit of, is that Colin Malloy? Colin Malloy, yeah. I Different for sure, mm-hmm, but there's mm-hmm. some vocal qualities that, that they yeah, share. Absolutely, absolutely. And the Decemberists also, from what I remember, it's been quite a while since mm-hmm. I've listened to them. But what, from what I remember, 
like all those songs are like neatly packed little stories. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Um, I love that band. They're fucking great. You could absolutely give them to me because I really only listened to like one album. I think it was Castaways and Cutouts. I think you've told me. Could have been. It was the one with July, July. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have some great fucking albums. Um, give them I, to me. Okay. They're Pacific okay. Northwest, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'll have Amanda help me with that that playlist that'll be fun oh see it's nice to get our significant yeah. others involved in the podcast they hate yeah <laughs> yes i really laughed when uh you said i have to force amanda to yeah yeah I mean, like uh listen it's always when i'm uh, listening back after i'm done editing yeah. to you know make sure i didn't fuck anything up i'm like oh you gotta hear this part you gotta hear this part <laughs> oh no you do you <laughs> yeah. do that just it's always when I'm talking about anything that she's interested in, or if I'm talking about her. The only time I ever it even ever crossed my mind to maybe I can like screen record this and send it to Shoegaze girlfriend. Yeah, is the part for, I can't remember what episode it is now. It's fair, fairly recent mm-hmm. where we just talk simultaneously for like <laughs> two minutes. So uh... stupid. But it's at the end of one of the yeah, Jimmy it's July it's the closing ones. bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I like that because we pre- It was the only instance in like however many hours of recording we've done. The only instance of us successfully starting a bit, recognizing that we're starting a bit, and then like taking it. To its like conclusion. Yes, yes. There was All no the one. Through. Yeah, like normally, like someone doesn't realize what's happening, or like we don't progress it in the right way. No one's pointing fingers <laughs> at themselves. Um, but uh, yeah, that I was like, oh, this is just kind of yeah. stupid and cool. It but was- but I didn't do it. I did not say, hey, listen to this because yeah, I don't because I I know I. Look, she can't be trusted. <laughs> She's a nice person and will not try to hurt my feelings. Though, do you know what she would do? And rightfully so. What? Uh, is go, hey, uh, you said this thing that was kind of stupid. What did you mean by this? And then mm-hmm. just immediately I'm backed into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've already had one instance of, okay, so sometimes I say things without thinking whatsoever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it is it is reflex and this is not an excuse but this is what happens it is pure reflex mm-hmm. and it's normally filtered through something through some dark thought uh, <laughs> so i'm sorry <laughs> i fucked up uh so yeah and and if she has access to the podcast then there's just hours of that. i can only edit so much <laughs> yeah we need to release something <laughs> okay Oh, hey, bud. I didn't even know you were there. He just got there recently. Well, thanks for telling me. A couple minutes ago. I'm sorry. I usually say hi to him. Hi, Ben. Oh, he's behind the guitar. Yeah, curling up behind that guitar. (laughs) There you go. Put it right back. Oh. Contoured to to your back. (laughs) All right. Anything more on Um, part two? We didn't really talk about the part two thing. That's something they do. They revisit songs. I don't. 
I tried to look up today, like if they had any explanation as to why, and I couldn't find anything. It's just something that they do where they revisit themes or songs. So and, yeah, this this is getting you know maybe reveal something. Uh, I guess not all that surprising at this point, but like, I mean, are these like the same lyrics as the first at the one beginning? At all? Uh, the mm-hmm. "Let us die, let us die." Uh, oh yeah, and the the tune at the beginning is kind of the same or similar. So see, I listened to this playlist a lot, and you never noticed. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I listened to this playlist like at least, I'd say a dozen times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know where that is on like. The, I don't know how. Like, how many times would you say on average you listen to a playlist before we record? At least a dozen. Um, for for most of them. Yeah, but you care about this more than I do, so. I do care about it a lot. Yeah. I listen to Yezu a lot. Well, yeah, because they're so good. I listen to that playlist a lot. I've only listened to the next one a couple times so far. Well, yeah, because it's 90 minutes long. <laughs> it is not 90 minutes. It's a piece of shit. It's like, isn't it 40? It's like 38 or something like that. Okay. it's Yeah, it's too much. Interesting. Okay. But I I I like that they do that. It it's cool that they revisit the songs and so not only will he uh just like steal the lyrics from a poet, <laughs> he'll but he'll do it twice. From himself. <laughs> and he'll do it, yes. Okay, should we get to our closer? The closer off of 2006's brother sister in a sweater poorly knit. Ooh. You want to take that intro again? I mean, you said everything fine. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just, I think it's just the way you said it. Okay. I just, I, I'm listening to everything through Shugay's girlfriend's ears right now. Okay. But I and did the dumb thing this time. Yeah. But then she's going to be like, and he's you your talk friend. to this guy. You're friends with him. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> you, you know how Amanda talks about me. Yeah. <laughs> From my favorite album. Brother, sister, the year 2006, in a sweater poorly knit. The last addition to my playlist, uh, suggested by my good friend Cody. Cody, we haven't heard his name for a while on the We pod. haven't heard his name for a while. I sent him a screenshot of my playlist. He gave me some suggestions. And uh, this was one of his, um, his picks. And I was like, you know what, buddy? That's a good idea. The song's a little different. It's got some fun harp yeah. on there. Uh, another great ending. Yeah, okay. Well, let's work backwards. This is a five and a half minute song. The ending is the true like crescendo. 
Mm-hmm. Very, very good. But I will say it's not... Even though like this song is certainly the most like different from the other four, mm-hmm. I, I, is that fair to say? It's different from the other four. I would... Okay. It's different from at least three of the other four. It's most... It's... You know, somewhat similar to Bullet to Binary Part 2. Part 2, right. Okay. Because um, it's a little more f- folky or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I like their folky stuff a little bit more. Maybe. Because Maybe. I, I like this entire song. It's not like, oh, let's get to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that, the the line, the trap I set for you seems to have caught my leg instead, yep. is such a... It says so much... In one line, mm-hmm. it's it's very hooky. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. a great lead-in to the chorus or refrain or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he says that three times in the song, at least three, yeah, maybe more. I think, yeah, it's such a good line. And mm-hmm. again, I don't need, nor do I have, the context of what's said <laughs> before and after. <laughs> but like that, they purposely make that line stand out, which is yeah. a very cool line. And then I could, like, if there was a deprivation tank of lyrics and or just, like, parts of songs, I could float in that refrain of I do not exist Mm -hmm. for a very long time. Yes. I like that part quite it's, a bit. I do too. I absolutely love that part. That again goes back to the stuff I said earlier about not being special or or better than anybody else and things like that. And I always really like that. Obviously, I do not exist. Only you exist is referring to God. And hey, don't ruin the song for me. Thing. I know. That's also the first line. Uh, I do not exist is the first line uh, of the album as well. Okay. It's kind of kind of fun to bring it coming back around again. It's a blast. <laughs> Not existing. Oh my god. I mean sometimes <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Ooh, what would it be like? <laughs> this song has I think the least spoken word singing of the playlist. Mm-hmm. And probably goes you know a, a long way into making this one of my favorites. Maybe my favorite. Okay. The, though the end of Oh Porcupine might be mm-hmm. the highlight of the whole thing. As, as a complete song, I think this is my favorite. The, again, the ending is just, it's so full of like beautiful, like rich melodies. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a vocal melody that reminds me of a two-door cinema club guitar line, <laughs> wow. which I know is just like, what the fuck? And it's <laughs> probably if I probably li- listened to it, it'd be way off. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But their a lot of their songs, Two Door Cinema, Two Door Cinema Club, was very like light and bouncy and happy, and that's hmm. kind of the vibe that. And uh, I don't know, like really struggling here, man. The end of the song, if this is what you're getting to or whatever, it does feel very like happy and hopeful and. Uh, No, I'm doing it too. Um, (laughs) 
it feels very uh, grand and hopeful at the end, which is uh, just with the harp and the uh, vocals. Yeah. All while saying, I do not exist. I don't know. It, it's, a, it's a whole mood, okay? I'm sorry. What did you just say? It's a mood. I can't even. I'm sorry. Shit. I'm vibe. I'm screaming. It's a whole vibe. I'm dead. (laughs) This. (laughs) I get what you're doing now. You have to do, you have to like repeat the joke like 10 times and then I get it. I always do. (laughs) Okay. So I want to play the like end of like the song proper, like the first Mm -hmm. half of the Mm -hmm. song or it gets into the rest of it. But I got to say like this part like it has like these like really pounding driving drums. His mm-hmm. his vocals are they're like not aggressive so much as like assertive, but it's like very fast-paced yes. and it assertive. Uh, sure. At least it's a new word. It's a different word. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is at uh, 244. So that, I say that like I can point to the music, (laughs) that melody where it kind of like restarts where it's like, doot. Do, 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 do. Like, that's not it, but in my head, that's the Tudor Cinema Club guitar. <laughs> do, do you know the part I'm like trying to refer to? I think so. It's it's like, it's the, it might be the harp. I don't know. It's the, it's the, it's like very light and pretty in the background. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, Tudor Cinema Club. <laughs> Just going to go through this whole album. Danny. Dante. In a sweater poorly knit. Talk about it. <laughs> I like this song a lot. I've kind of already said everything uh, that I wanted to say. Found I'm, it. Yes. It's probably not going to sound like it. I don't even remember what. I don't even remember what fucking in a sweater poorly knit sounds like at this point. <laughs> okay, so this is it's. It was their fucking first big hit, and I like refused to. I listened to it last. Okay. Let's just see if we can. All right, here we go. This is called Something Good Can Work by Two Door Cinema Club. Okay. Not this part. Oh, yeah. Don't know why yep. that was in my head from 10 years ago. I know. It, it, yeah, it makes sense. Okay. That was worth it. Worth it. What good <laughs> content for the people. I just want to listen. Well done, I'm, sorry, I'm not, have I'm not listening. Huh? What? No, go ahead. 
I just said I'm not going to listen to January 1979 anymore tonight. I'm going to listen to Tudor Cinema Club. <laughs> <laughs> They're my new favorite Fair. band. Fair. Um, do I have anything else to say about this song? Yeah. Uh, just a couple quick things. I, I watched two live videos of theirs. Mm-hmm. One was from Cornerstone 2006. Okay. Called on the videos called the podcast transmissions. Well ahead of their time. Yeah. Um, and Aaron, before this song plays, says, this is a new one. This is my favorite because it feels a little happier than our other songs. God has been very good to me, and we're going to do one more. I hope you have a good life, whoever you are. What a guy. What a guy. I'm going to say that before before practice tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new drill. <laughs> And then they're going to be like, Fuck, did he just say whoever you are? He knows our names. <laughs> um, but, okay. So, and that was like a full band, like normal performance. Mm-hmm. I also watched a video. Um, let me let me jam on the link here if I still have it open in Word. There she is. It is of them just playing out in a park. Hmm. It is cool. f- it is from sleepover shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it does not say where they are. Let's see, sleepover shows presents me without you. Mm-hmm. Is there more information in a sweater poorly knit? Uh-huh. Is there any more information? There is not. Cool, um, but. It's like it's it's Aaron with his accordion. Mm-hmm. It is a guy with an acoustic guitar, maybe a couple guys with an acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. A, the drummer has drum sticks that he's just like clicking together, and okay. he's like sitting on the grass, and he's like his foot is just like on like uh, like you know those jingle bells. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That this performance of them in the park. To me, is so much better than oh. the like regular live performance. It's very, very cool. I will, I will text you the link. Yeah, please do. I'd like um, to watch that. It's very cool. He Aaron has a really interesting look going. He, mm-hmm. I, I think this is maybe harkens back to his early days where he just has like some like kind of long sideburns. <laughs> is that? I think I saw some early pictures of him, like some younger pictures of him. With oh, that. maybe. Um, like big, like almost like they they could be described as chops. Chops. Yeah. But yeah, it's a very cool, shall I say, intimate video. He has no beard in this. So I imagine. Yeah, he does have some chops. Shuge's girlfriend would not be like watching this late at night. I don't know why she would. Final thoughts. If religion is dumb, it's not as dumb as me trying to talk about it. Okay. I give myself a 1.2. I give me without you, and I should have opened up our spreadsheet to see what I've given other stuff. I have not but looked in that thing in so long. Are, you, are we not? Is it not even like up to date at this point? Yeah, not since Jimmy July. Okay. Uh, understandably. Mm-hmm. Boy. It's tough because I'm I'm kind of all over the place. Like, on one hand, this is different enough to me to be able to say, not judgmentally, but to be able to say, like, not fully my thing. Mm-hmm. 
but there's some parts of these songs that are undeniably amazing. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I think ultimately I'm helped by the fact that I don't zero in on lyrics. So I don't need to wrestle with like when you tell me that I do not exist, only you exist. Is that the line? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you tell me that and like you try to fuck up the song for me, like, <laughs> but if you hadn't told me that, I would never, I would never would have known. Yeah. I like what, what, uh, was it a propagandy? No, it was Touche Amore. Yeah, that's why we can't mm -hmm. fucking, I can't share Touche Amore with Shugay's girlfriend. Because I was like trying to interpret their lyrics and then you explained the lyrics to me and it was so obvious. <laughs> and I was trying to make it so much harder on myself and I was like, yeah, this is why I can't do this. And so no. I'll just, I I will never try to interpret these lyrics and I'll never be like, wait a minute, is he, is he saying that like, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, yeah. So I can kind of be immune to having to think about what's the lesson here, you know, mm -hmm. all, all of the religious stuff is kind of by the wayside, except for the fact that I know that about. Yeah. It's just there. It's there. Yeah. By the way, does, are, are we to assume, I suppose that it, it's not, it's not like just Aaron feeling this strongly about religion in one way or the other. Yeah. Well, I think his brother, obviously. Yeah. I think it's all of them maybe. Okay. So but so yeah so that I, I think helps me out the the spoken word style of vocals is maybe a little bit of an acquired taste mm -hmm. but okay. I think I've I've been able to acquire it um, a little bit yeah. and it, it might end up being those songs are like small doses sure and then bullet to binary part two in a sweater poorly knit if there's other songs of that ilk that might be what I more gravitate towards yeah and then the last part of like the last part of my thought process in this is this is one of your favorite bands mm -hmm. this is one of my girlfriend's favorite bands mm -hmm. i want to like this sure i want to put in more more work into this i do not care to work to like 90 pound wuss <laughs> that is not important to me <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give them a score that's indicative of not only where we are at, and by we I mean myself and the band, mm -hmm. where we are at right now, but where I want to be in the future, 4.4777. Oh. That is four point for God. Yeah. Oh, oh. look at you. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just think so, of the Pixies song. So that score was for God. Yeah. What Pixies song? <laughs> if if man is five, if man is oh five, yeah yeah, then the devil is six. The devil is six. You mean then the Slipknot song? Seven. The Slipknot song "Heretic," where he says, "If I'm five five five, then you're six six six." Never heard that song. Oh, let's close the podcast with a little slipknot. Dante, I recently asked you, how long is too long of a playlist? Oh, you said no. 38 minutes. Is that true? You did. 
Okay. And I looked to the playlist that I had that has three songs on it, and it was exactly 38 minutes. So we are leaning into the or less on our next episode. No, no. We're breaking form? We are leaning into the or less. You are getting three songs by the band Elder. Is this doom metal? Uh, no, it's like slightly stonery prog metal. Well, I am excited. Um, prog, not that I, I don't, well, interesting. Because the prog leads me to believe there's different movements, different time signatures, like things are happening in the song. Stoner makes me think it's maybe happening at a slower pace. But because like, like doom metal... Or like mm-hmm. doom stoner metal is like pretty slow usually. A little yeah, could could be well, and I guess now I'm also kind of thinking of sludge. But I remember I was at the airport and you fucking told me to listen to Chrome Ghost, mm-hmm. and those like four songs or whatever fucking ripped. So fucking good. So fucking good. All right, man, Elder. I'm excited. Elder. Three songs, thirty eight minutes. I don't know how I feel about that though. Yeah. I, I could add two more songs. And it's going to be like 54 it, minutes? It's going to be close to an hour. <sighs> like they, So it's not like you just picked the long ones. That's what they No, do. no. I tried to pick... I, I picked a shorter one on purpose. And I was at like 45 minutes. And I was like, I feel like this is getting too long. Wow. Well... Okay. So okay. All right. If you want, if if you want to think about it and tell me, hey, yeah, three's fine. Two more songs. Or, I, I thought about four. it. Three's fine. Three songs okay, or less. Okay. Three songs Ooh, or less. Can we, can we do just this going forward for all? Nope. Nope. Five songs or less. So it's optional. So the five songs is the maximum amount we could give each other, as long as the playlist is not over thirty-eight minutes. Yes. Is there a minimum length? No. Great. So I'll give you three, three minute songs. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) No, you have to give me, it's, it's five songs unless the length of those five songs is going to go over 38 minutes. You said there was no minute. Okay, fine, 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 fine. Those five songs could each be 30 seconds long. Gotcha. Okay. That would be funny just to do for one episode as a bit. Yeah. Okay, we are at four minutes and five seconds. Or no, four minutes. (laughs) Okay, let's say bye to everyone. Yes. And then we'll stop the record. Well, hold on. Okay, you can say goodbye, and then I would like to play us out. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.
probably too long. Yep. Confirmed. You're playing a Strokes cover now. Well, have a good time.